First things first here, I want to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list there, look around the site, you guys can see all the different ways you can support us, uh, different platforms we're on. For example, we're here live on Utreon, that allows us to, uh, you know, show you guys guns. So, YouTube does not allow us to do that, so we're going live on Utreon, and then later on, we're going to put this up on YouTube. Here, let me show you. This is my old school now. Can I get it? For, there you go. Old school PPQ Navy. Um, but yeah, so we can show that kind of stuff. We can handle it here on Utreon. And it's easy. You just go to utreon.com. Look for the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We do this Monday to Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Otherwise, it'll be up on YouTube tomorrow. Also, we'll rip the audio and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to listen to audio podcasts from. I, I think we're like on Audible, Podbean, you name it, we're on there, including you can find the podcast on HankStrange.com. All right, that being said here, I am going to uh, kick off the show. We're just going to jump right into it here. Uh, let's, let's do this. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what that was about there. All right, here we go. Vince, uh, we're, we are live. We are feeding out to the folks. We'll try to get the jazz hands going to get us pumped up. You guys out there need to get us pumped nope. up. No, where's the jazz hands? <laughs> no jazz hands, Vince? Not, You're not today, th Hank. Oh, you're protesting the jazz hands? What the oh, man, yeah. I feel like I'm in a Seinfeld episode. Are you setting me up, man? No, no, come on. We're taking it back from the terrorists. You've done this before. Can't look. Okay, look. We're taking back Jack. We're taking back jazz hands from the terrorists. I've only been doing this for years. Okay, look. How about right. this? How about a Walther Arms Tight. jazz hands? How about that? Does right. that? Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. There you go. All right. All right. See, uh, Vince is one of those extra super macho guys. I guess he can't do jazz hands. No, I'm just super extra, man. Like I don't. Uh. That's why I don't have a girlfriend. I'm just too much. Right. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, maybe we'll have to dig into that here as we get into the show. This is, I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there. This is episode 872 of the Who Moved My Damn. Freedom podcast. And uh, my guest is Vincent Mann of Walther Arms. Vincent, what's up, man? Yeah. All the things, all the things, Hank. Uh, Not your jazz hands, time? obviously. Your... Not your jazz hands. Yeah. I'm working on them for next time, man. Yeah, like okay. I said, hopefully <laughs> uh -huh. mid to late April, I can come back on and talk about this new monster thing we're getting ready to launch. But um, uh, what was your last podcast on? Who was your last guest? I didn't catch the last one. I tried to oh, catch most of them. Oh, so last night we had on, we had Roy Hill of, um, of, nice. of uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm totally Brownells. I don't know. This is how messed up I am right now, man. My brain is actually yeah, not working. Yeah, you said you're under right. the weather. Yeah, we're, we're going to need some energy from the folks out there. So we had my, my friend Roy from Brownells, 
Um, and then we also had Rolando uh, of uh, Lat- uh, Locked and Loaded Latinos. I always get it mixed up, but they have a podcast. Nice. And we also had Kevin Dixie of No Other Choice. And Brownells was doing the um, first inaugural Second Amendment Day. I don't know if you heard about that. No, man. Yeah. So we've, yes. been, we've been buried nose deep. That's uh, really interesting. I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah. So um, yesterday was two twenty two twenty two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Brownells. Good rimfire day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so Brownells decided to kick off what they call Second Amendment Day. It's gonna uh, go forward from from here. Let's see if I could get something up there for the folks who don't know about this or maybe didn't see the show or hear us talk about it. So Brownells inaugural two A day was yesterday. And so, yeah, we, we had Roy on and um, actually Kevin Dixie was in uh, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, and he was doing a range day with Brown, which Brownells had some stuff like that going on. So Kevin Dixie was doing one and he joined us live in the beginning. And then we were just talking about stuff, showing guns. That's awesome. I wish we would have kind of known about that. Maybe yeah. maybe next year we'll be big enough for uh, people to invite us to. You know, <laughs> do you know, do you know, Roy, I can I can give you Roy's info because Brownells would like to work with people. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, I just wish 222 was a uh, different month, man. <laughs> it's kind of a cold uh, outdoor range time. But, uh, you know, again, big boy pants. and Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> that's why God invented Gore-Tex. Yeah, exactly. Where are you? Lola is telling me I, I need to go through all the different things. I'm trying to remember the last time you were on. It's probably been a while at this point. Um, six to remember. eight months, maybe? Something like was, that. Was it, flies, six, uh, was it six to eight months? Really? Okay. I, let me... Uh, uh, it, might, it feels like six years. We attempted been. to schedule. <laughs> it feels like years back. at this point. Yeah, what was the episode number you were on? I would like to know. Uh, or Lola, if you're hearing, you could look that up. I'm searching my email real quick for the last. Yeah. Uh, but you God. guys, you're all based somewhere really cold, obviously. Uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas. Oh, there um, you go. <laughs> that would be cool. Actually, I rode my motorcycle last weekend, but now there's uh, the ground's covered with snow and it's freezing mm-hmm. rain. So I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll clear up next week or something actually i think next friday mm-hmm. uh, it's supposed to be 60s and 70s again so it's pretty mild oh, okay yeah <laughs> okay i can imagine how, how it is out there so a couple of things we need to get into here before we get into stuff and you guys can feel free to give us questions and all that for walther arms we uh you know we'll definitely get to those questions um Walther does sponsor the podcast here. We appreciate that. They've been doing it for years. Um, so probably since the last time Vincent was on. I'm going to have to look this up yeah. now myself and figure out when uh, when was the last time uh, f- we had someone on. But I think it, I don't think it was last year. I'm trying to remember. You know, but the, the years have just blurred, man. There's, there's too much craziness going on. So, <clears throat> um, so Lola wants to know, like, what, what do you do at Walther Arms, Arms for the people out there who don't know? Funny you should ask. We've changed uh, quite a bit since the last time we've been on. I pretty much was doing social media and stuff like that last time. 
I'm now ready for this. The okay. senior um, digital marketing manager. That's like ooh. four. When you put four words in it, it's just kind of <laughs> like it's a big ego move. But yeah. everything yeah. from uh, media buying through currently still social um, mm-hmm. different programs, the T and E stuff. Uh, oh God, it's, we're such a small company still. It's tough right. to kind of you know, sum all that up with a generic title of what a lot of companies use. I mean, we currently have five and a half people on, uh, in our marketing department and that's, Oh, okay. And marketing, you know, that's that's, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad in the marketing department, to be honest with you. You Well, one of them is a web guy. (laughs) Uh One's a web guy. The, uh, Haley is pretty much a catch-all. She does everything, including a little bit of graphics. So Chris is the newest addition. Um, Chris Long, who is also Canon762 on Instagram. And that boy is a shooter. Um, you check him out. I mean, Chris he Long? the Vice Card Challenge, if you're familiar with the Vice Card Challenge. No, let me see. Uh, I'll, pull, I'll pull him up. Uh, you said C-A-N-N-O-N and then 762 all together but he does the creative content um he's currently managing the divisions the walter defense division oh there you go team which is yeah which is basically the uh i'll follow right there performance division oh somebody's got got a g-wagon coming that he's uh he just went out to uh to texas to uh oh that's is that noir's Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, that's Noir's G wagon. Ooh, nice. It could be. It I don't, might yeah, not. I don't yeah, I might. I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Um, but I he, think he, he has a G wagon. Shooting. Yeah. He's a yeah. Colion came down a few few months ago, and uh, we met with him, and I think mm-hmm. that's when he picked up his Meister manufacturer. Uh, I think it's the black tie he's got, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's really down to earth. He's he has kind of got that Superman thing where he takes off his hat and nobody recognizes him. Right. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, well, because uh, yeah, when that hat comes off, Noir, you could tell. You, he, I don't know a good way to say this, so I'm just gonna say it. He looks very African when that hat comes off. <laughs> <laughs> Without the That's flat what... brim, <laughs> the flat brim That's is what... part of it. Yeah, it's part of his brand at this point. The... Yeah. That's that Nigeria. I went. Well, I think Noir's Nigerian, right? I think that's what his uh, his family uh, is from Nigeria, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, which I used to live in Nigeria, uh, you know. Uh, and Lola's from really? Ghana. I don't think. Yeah, Lola's from Ghana. I don't think he's Ghanaian. I think his parents were Nigerian, if I'm not mistaken. Noir. But you okay. see it when that with that when that hat, hat comes off, you see it. I mean, I'm 100% Korean, but people really don't pick that up a lot. I mean, you're Korean? I'm a liar. Yeah, okay. That's I'm what Scottish about, and Irish. Hey, yeah. you know if you if you want to identify <laughs> as Korean, I'm not going to I mean, yeah. I'm I get, not going to hate I on you. I take a walk at night and I get moonburned because my yeah. mom couldn't marry anybody with melanin, so I just I was about to say you you're the first yeah, I don't typically see uh, not naturally blonde. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look here. <laughs> That's gray, man. <laughs> yeah, like okay. Senior digital. 
yeah. marketing manager. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, Noir is cool. I I saw, um, and I wasn't jealous at all, man, of uh, seeing Noir visiting <laughs> the factory and building guns with you. I wasn't jealous at all. But um, man, was, honestly, you can't jealous. be jealous. He said he had to go take a personal call, and then he disappeared for a couple hours. We came back. He built two different PPKs and had mm-hmm. a Meister. By the time he left, it's not. We didn't really do him any favors, so not uh, a big deal. I'm pretty. I was pretty jealous. Yeah. Someone at Walther got a uh, text from me when I was like, "Oh, where was my <laughs> invite? I've ne- I've never been invited over there. But that's okay. Uh, I'm not mad. really." Yeah, does you're it where? It doesn't hurt my where feelings. Uh, I'm in Florida. Uh, yeah, super free state. Nice. But I'm always I'm always on the road. See, look, I'm actually broadcasting. Let me see if I could. Let's see if I could show this here. I'm gonna switch over to. Uh, let me see if I could switch to my phone, and then I could show give you guys a little or give you a little peek in here at the van. Let's see. Okay, so here we go. There's my light right there. You see this? Van. See right up front there? That is... You want to adopt me, man? That See that? That's the driver. So right behind me here, this is the window. See this? Look at me wearing a PD... You know, this is Coleon Noir sitting in his van with a PDP shirt on. And sh- wait, you wait, you guys Dude, can see. I didn't Hold know on, you guys can see. Pants free you, podcast. You guys can see. <laughs> Dude, I'm. You guys can see. The, you guys can see the shorts there. <laughs> wait, hold on. About to get oh, you're taking your. No, oh, okay. Listen, worst things have happened. Worst things. Have, I don't feel good, man. I don't feel good. So I gotta wear. Sh- I don't even wear shorts typically, but that should be an illustration <laughs> to people of the kinds hey. of fevers that are running through my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you need a driver, all right, here's something. You ready uh-huh. for a little personal information on Vince, man? Sure. Okay. And I don't ever refer to myself in third person, so that oh, was boy. stupid. But Okay. <laughs> for about 11, nearly 12 years, I was in a band. I won't tell you the name of the band, but mm-hmm. we toured. I've been to like 43, more than about 46 of the states in the U.S., Germany, Warp Tour, stuff like that. And so I, I was on tour 250 to 300 days a year. So I, I drove a, like a, a van or a Sprinter van with Sprinter. a trailer. Like you're talking like 38-plus mm-hmm. feet. I can parallel park on a on a hill in San Francisco with a van and a trailer. So, hey, man. Oh, sweet. I mean, you know, holler at me if you need a driver, man. Absolutely. I will. <laughs> so I'm always I'm always in the van. I travel. By the way, I can't tell that you're a music guy from, you know, looking at all those actual records behind you does not <laughs> indicate <laughs> that you're, you're I being mean, don't let music the jazz records all. fool you. I, we pretty much played Korean traditional music because of my, you know, my mm. background. Me and Hwansik are actually like second cousins. Hwansik Kim on our shooting team. He's okay. from Korea too. Oh, yeah. So wait, I don't I don't know if you're serious. Did you play some kind of no, not at all? Oh, okay. I'm not so I'm not gonna take anything you say seriously at this point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listen, Sorry. you know what? I have traveled all over the country. You guys are in Arkansas. I'm pretty sure I've driven yeah. this van through Arkansas. You know? Um so I think I got this van about a a little over a year ago. And one of the things I do with it is, you know, travel out the country and go places to do stuff i also have a separate channel where i talk mostly about class b vans it's called stranger palooza 
And okay. uh, it's actually blown up because, you know, YouTube is suppressing all the gun stuff, but the van stuff. Oh, for sure. To have a yeah. second avenue that doesn't have fighter arms mentioned, that's a win, man. Yeah. Um, what kind of van is it? What brand, if I can ask? Is it so, a Sprinter or is it? So my van is a Ford Transit. It's one of the new Ford Transit vans. Yeah, those are sick. Okay. Yeah. So Spent some loot to get that thing up like that. Yeah, well, this particular one was built by, uh, and I'm looking for some pictures so I could share with like you. Like an this, Outlander crew? It was built actually by Coachman in Indiana. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Um, you know, they're the ones that built it up. And um, it is, the the uh, the Transit vans have the 350 HD engines in it, which is the twin turbo okay. V6, same engine that's in the Raptor. Yeah, that's uh, so, that's solid. Yeah, and it's also all-wheel drive. Do you have any sort of solar on there with storage? Um, well, we, yeah, I've got solar panels. I've got two of the flexible, the flexible solar panels up there. I um, I also have a generator. I also have about very close to six hundred amp hours of lithium uh, on oh, board. Sick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I could plug in. So, like right now, I'm at I'm at my place and I'm plugged in. But I could go on the road. The van driving will charge up those batteries. I could run everything in the van just off the batteries. So, the the thing that pulls the most power, I would say, uh, would be my AC. I could probably run that for about seven hours just off the batteries. Wow, that's, and that's more than enough sleep, especially in a van, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I could kick on a generator if uh, if I need to, right? Mm -hmm. To recharge. So I I do a lot of, um, you know, I do I go I travel around the country doing van stuff, as well as the gun stuff. You know, I visit like I visited uh, I visited Brownells because you know they they Rude. invite they invited Walter's me out there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Walter doesn't invite Walter doesn't invite me out there. You know. Uh, which I mean, we support the podcast. Don't be needy, Hank. Come yeah, on. I'm sorry. Dude, I can't. All you gotta do is ask. I can't help I'm it, man. When I need to be invited, when I put on my YouTube's and I see Coleon Noir <laughs> building a PPK, a black PPK with the walnut grips. Oh. Yeah, I get pretty. I didn't know this is no. going to be so high maintenance, man. This is a hit no. piece. I just wanted to do a podcast, man. No, no, actually, it was pretty cool stuff. <laughs> No, I mean I'm we, a big fan of I'm a big fan of noir. Yeah, I'm a big fan of noir. I would like to. Uh, I'm 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 skimming right. I'm skimming through all my. Oh, here, let me show you this actually. So I got some photos here I can share with you. Last time, I think this is from Vail, Colorado, and this was uh, last year, and I got stuck out there in a snowstorm in my van. So there's my van right there. Is that an awning on the side there too? Yeah. Yeah. Or no? Okay. Yeah, that's nice. an awning. Yeah. So my buddy's got a version of that on his FJ. Those are pretty useful. Yeah. Yeah. Probably has like a bat wing type of thing on the FJ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. FJs are awesome, man. I'm... I FJ. wish they didn't stop making them. I heard they had, uh, it's like what, 40, 50,000 miles. There was some sort of issue, but that style was awesome. And they shouldn't have made the top of all of them white either. I know there's some limited editions that didn't have that like white roof on it. Yeah. My brother, um, I wonder how. Yeah, uh, I have to to check into how many of those they made with that, you know, that was two tone or whatever with the roof. My brother does have an FJ, 
and mm-hmm. and he, and I think his is like a stick shift and everything, which is one of the yeah the high value ones. I got it right. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies when I used to live in California, he uh, I mean I'm not sure what year it is, but he's been doing uh, climbing and uh, overland stuff in his. I mean he's sunk some loot into it, you know, changed out the wheel wells and you know got the the lift and all that stuff and. It's yeah. just a great looking vehicle. It feels like a cockpit when you're inside it. They literally don't make stuff like that anymore, and that's why yeah. now uh, some of them I've seen go up to like fifty grand. And I th- yeah, everything I th- they're making everything very consumer based and pedestrian now. It's yeah. not. And if you want something that's more advanced, you're gonna have to come out of pocket and just build it afterwards. Which obviously the aftermarket's a huge thing, just like it is in the gun industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Magpul designed the Masada and stuff like that, but I mean, it's smarter for them to not be in guns and just do accessories. It's one of those kind of like, man, you know, you, nobody's, how many drawers and blue buckets do you have full of AR parts that you're not using anymore because you changed them out or didn't like them? Or, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a, that's a good map model. Yeah. I think we're, we're living in a world now where like the, like, so the FJ is still a, like a for real off-road vehicle and yeah. not too many companies are making those anymore. They're still, so for example, Toyota's still making uh, Tundras and Tacomas and even the Forerunner, uh, which are all good off-road stuff and you still have Jeeps and all that. But I think, you know, we're, we're starting to see a lot of that go away, you know? So just right. real tough. Tacoma is, there's a cult around those things. I yeah. mean, for, you know, good reason. Those things run forever. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, great engine, you know, very reliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at uh, look at the desert. Look at uh, Afghanistan and uh, the Middle East. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over ninety years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old U.S. of A. and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So, when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. Okay, there you go. <laughs> my what? Wait, what? My bad on that interruption there. Check this out. That's that's no. my that's my van in Reno. Um, so I went to Reno. Uh, Battleborn batteries are the van. The batteries I have in my van. Mm-hmm. And uh, Battleborn uh, slash uh, Dragonfly is located in Reno. So there you go. Is that dually rear? Yeah. Yep, all-wheel drive wow. dually. You know, that's crazy. I got some rims on there. Uh, those are method say, racing. You gotta, instead of those steps, put some sliders on that thing, or what? Put a, yeah, you know, a, you, a bull guard yeah. on the front. Of that thing. Oh, you for don't sure. Need oh. It, but I mean, oh, wait, wait a second. Thing? I need it. <laughs> I totally you do need it. it. You need. You have a ladder <laughs> on the back too. Um, no, I do have a ladder for the back. I just haven't gotten a chance. To get the ladder on, on it, yeah. I have something called a backpack. There's a YouTube on the video, a how-to YouTube video for you, man. Yeah, not I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing some videos on that. I'm not the only. There's a couple of gun guys out there that are doing. Um, that are doing this kind of stuff. So I think Talon Sai or Talante. I'm not sure how, how to say it. Yeah, yeah. That guy's. Them. I used to watch his uh, gun videos all the time. I like that dude. Yeah, he's doing some stuff. There was a guy that I met in Las Vegas last year. I went to um, I went to the SEMA show in Vegas, 
And the multi-cam Toyota? Less line of defense? Mike less, or? Yes, last line of defense. Oh, you know, do you he's know? All, you, yeah, dude, okay. he's awesome, and he's good friends with Gun DMC, who's uh, another really all Danny Choi. He, he's okay. Both great dudes. I think Danny might even do a little bit of photography for him, but mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, uh, Mike from Last Line of Defense has got that. You know, he multi-cam that uh, was it a Tacoma or a Tundra? I'm not sure. I think it's a. Tacoma. He did it. No, at the show he had a Tacoma. Uh, yeah. He has, yeah, he has a, he's been, he's done he's a got bunch a of vehicles. One. Yeah, yeah, he's got a vintage uh, Tacoma too, I think, or Forerunner, I'm not sure. He's got a bunch of different vehicles, because at the show I th- I saw like a big, oh my god, I don't even know if I took pictures from the show of that, but I did see that he had like a, one of the big pickup trucks that he did something mm-hmm. with, because there's a video I have that he's actually in that video, he's photobombing me in the video and then at the end of it okay. uh we're teasing him but yeah he's done a he's done a bunch of different really cool builds and i think he just i think he just got a sprinter if i'm not mistaken okay um, he's uh he used to do a ton of, i was just talking to canon 762 the chris long our content manager and mm-hmm. he uh uh he, he's familiar with Mike last line of defense as well. He did a ton of gun videos, concealed carry holster mm-hmm. video, mm-hmm. like very good content. But again, I'm guessing there's probably some sort of separation to keep kind of the two, you know, being able to, uh, I don't know if he's necessarily monetizing or sponsorships on the overland type stuff, but it is good to have two worlds. I mean, most of yeah. the guys doing overland or adventure type stuff are, carrying firearms as well i mean yeah in that kind of a thing you're traveling across the country even van life type stuff you uh you're gonna want to uh you know stay Defend strapped yourself. and you know be yeah. able to protect yourself yeah absolutely i found that so you know um like i said doing the gun stuff especially if you talk about politics and things like that like i do uh, YouTube really comes down on you, but the weird juxtaposition of that is the channel that we, where we do this van stuff um, has like blown up pretty quick. I don't think subscriber numbers matter that much, and and over there we maybe have thirteen or fourteen thousand subscribers, but I think we do something like four hundred and fifty thousand views, five hundred thousand views a month. It's a uh, passionate community, and again, you have a, you don't a lot of people who follow that may not be. They may not do that type of stuff for a living, but it's a, the fantasy of wanting to live that kind of life is very intriguing to people. Are you familiar yeah. with uh, on Instagram Taylor Abney Adventures? No. Okay, she is basically sold all her stuff and mm-hmm. is living the van life right now and kind of traveling all over the country. Hmm. She's a phenomenal shooter. Um, I think she was nominated for a Gundy as well, but she's Taylor Abney. Were you at She's, the Gundy's? Yeah. No, no, oh, okay. we weren't able to attend, man. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, she's she's got uh, she's working on her website and getting her blog up, but like stuff like she's a single female who travels. She's obviously really good with firearms. I mean, she's got the truck gun. Uh, okay, here I'll show like everyone that, but, the. Uh, there you go. There's the. Yeah. There's the Instagram that we're talking she, about. I'll she's follow got it. Tips. She's got tips for people that's like. Uh, if you're a female traveling alone, set up yourself like two chairs when you set it up. Maybe, you know, she's put her yeah. Her don't look like you're alone out before. Yeah, next to the yeah, man. Okay. So. Oh, they have she's a living the life. Okay, so they have a, a trailer. 
I don't know. I it looks like I it. don't know if they're doing the trailer right now, but I know she oh, was okay. doing the van for a long time. The trailer might be a new thing. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a cool looks but, like uh, cool stuff that they've got on there. Yeah, you know, I yeah. have I have found what you're saying to be true. Um, you know, and I don't like on the on that channel. I try to avoid getting deep into the gun stuff over there. I'm not hiding but it. But you know, or you're speaking like to the silent majority when you're talking to those people because those people are carrying firearms too. And yeah. I mean, my personal social media, I don't post hardly anything of what I have firearms wise. You know, mm -hmm. I have a big one of my Instagram accounts is only my music and artistic friends who probably would hate the fact that I work for a <laughs> firearms company. But uh -huh. you know, I mean. It's there's a lot of quiet people out there, and they do they have hobbies other than firearms too, because everybody's dynamic. So your your other ventures, like that's smart, man. Yeah, well, th th I'm telling you, I if you ask me to put out statistics, and it's not scientific, but at least seventy percent of the people I come across are gun owners. I don't know their political okay. persuasion. It doesn't really bother right. me. I don't you know care about that stuff generally uh, with people. Right. You know, uh, as long as you're cool and respectful, uh, you know, I'm cool yeah. and respectful with what folks. What you believe is not my business. That's, that has nothing yeah. to do with yeah. me. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do. I, I don't hide it either. When people ask me, I talk to them about it. But I found. Yeah. So the other day I was um, I was in one of like the place where I bought my van from. And I do a lot of videos with those guys on vans over there. And there was a, a couple that was in there picking up their van. And the husband was a doctor. I think the wife was a um, like um, uh, interior decorator. And we got into talking about stuff. And they asked me, "Well, what do you do? You know, what's your thing?" And I told them that I'm a you know advocate for the Second Amendment. I'm a gun guy, all of that. And they're like, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we're we're into guns too." <laughs> so wow. There's a lot. I, yeah. I come across people like that all the time. A lot of retired military people get into the van world and travel around. Um, you know, I mean, how folks awesome in law would it be for you to, like, for you to work with, uh, or basically around the style vehicle you have now, and work with like a safe company or vault company to develop mm -hmm. something that fits into an existing area for that specific model? I mean, that would be cool. Yeah, It'd absolutely. Be a bad idea to be able to, especially when you have to spend it you know, several hours outside of your van on location somewhere where you're not able to take your rifle or something with you. It'd be mm -hmm. nice. I'm sure you have your own storage solutions right now, but it'd be cool mm -hmm. if it was integrated and uh, not obvious kind of a storage place. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we may, we may do some videos like that. I definitely want to uh, spend some time with uh, some lawyers and have that discussion about safety when you're traveling around the country. And what you can legally yeah. do and um, all that, you know, what happens if you actually get into something, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But I, without a doubt, I find that there's a lot of folks out there, like you said, that are in the van life that are also into defending themselves, at least. Maybe not crazy diehard gun guys like us. And then even a few weekends ago, I think like two week weekends ago, maybe, uh, um, Lola and I actually got our ham licenses, so... Now we're uh, we you got what ham ham radio you know amateur oh, radio oh nice yeah okay. so um, all of that stuff kind of ties in like being able to travel I find a lot of the folks who got into the van world like to be able to travel and not have to deal with the stupid uh, like f flying rules and all that kind of stuff it's one of the reasons why I bought a van uh, yeah 
I would rather drive. I, I've talked to people at work who think I'm insane, but I'd rather drive from Fort Smith, Arkansas, to Las Vegas for Shot Show than fly. I yeah. know I'm, I'm taking up five times as much time, but I like that freedom to move around, to stop when I want to. I don't like the restrictions. I mean, mm-hmm. there's an element of freedom to it. I mean, and I mean that's kind of what. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're finding like-minded people, and yeah. You know, you're not surprised anymore when you share a lot of things from the Second Amendment to, uh, you know, vehicles and storage, whatever it might be. You know what I mean? All that stuff is kind of tied together. Yeah. From uh, from the beginning of 2021 up until now, I've not gotten on a plane. Um, right. You know, and There's I've been getting on planes pay more for money a long for. time. Well, you can't pay more money mm-hmm. for anything on the planet that you have a worse experience unless you're, you know, paying somebody on the dark web to kick you in the junk. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's, you're going to have a horrible experience flying. I mean, yeah, I do anyway. I, I do. I mean, I've been flying since I was five years old. So, mm-hmm. you know, but back in the beginning of this thing in the seventies, when I first got on, I think the first time I got on a plane was 1977. I want to say, um, okay. it's a, it's a completely different experience. They used to be happy that you got on the plane. They used to give you yeah. gifts. They used to treat you like a like a king. The pilot used to bring me wings and a model airplane, and I remember my mom in the smoking section of the airplane. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like, hell yeah, give me yeah. that airplane. Yeah, the food was good. You know, yeah. it was it was fun. It was an adventure. Up. Yes, yeah, it was you, awesome. You weren't kicking your shoes off and putting your smelly feet. And yeah, right. it was a different animal altogether. Yes, today completely completely different beast. They hate you. <laughs> they hate you yeah. because they have to deal with you. They hate you because they have Give to take me a your reason money to kick you off. Yeah. yeah, they tell you all these things that if you do this, this, and the other thing, that they're going to ban you for life. You know, yeah. we oh, save no. we save the airlines. I'm pretty sure we're, we're going to have a round of uh, funding that's going to come from the American people going to the airlines. It's have to. Yeah, right. So, but I refuse to fly. So what what happens? Like the last time, I didn't go to Vegas for Shot Show. Um, but I did go out there for the SEMA show and I drove all the way out there. Like you said, I had adventures along the way and did a bunch of stuff. Yep. And then Lola, uh, there's a lot to see in America traveling. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, mm-hmm. like I said, I traveled 250 at least to 300 and that's conservative estimate. And I mean, mm-hmm. 46 plus states there's stuff to see everywhere and you, mm-hmm. you see yet you still see people crammed into like manhattan or chicago which i love the city too don't get me wrong but for different mm-hmm. reasons but why are you doing that when you can still buy a plot of land you can buy i saw something like 30 20 30 acres in arizona for like twenty six thousand dollars. yeah you're gonna have to build a an access road and you know, you might have to do certain things like that, but man, you don't have to live in a high rise. You can have mm-hmm. your own piece of this planet for yeah. not much money. Absolutely. You know, uh, people settle. It, my mom told me something. My mom's gone now. God bless you, mom. But she was yeah, like, if you settle that. for less, you're going to get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, you are going to get less if that's what you're willing to take. So, I mean, we can, I we can know. live, we can more. live a diff, we can live in a different way now. And I completely yeah. agree with you. I mean, I live like, um, you know, I'm, I'm living in farm country. I keep telling people I live in farm country here in Florida. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's right. beautiful. The other day, I think yesterday we were showing pictures of like the cows, you know, that mm-hmm. there's, I don't have cows, but uh, 
like right behind me here, I'll, I'll throw this picture up so I can show you guys. So right behind my range, if people look at my videos and they see we have a range there, we've got six acres, we've got a couple, we've got some berms, one of them is dug down. So right behind my yeah. range is a thousand acre, uh, it was a tree farm, they cut down all the trees and now like they've got cows and stuff like that out there. That's where Crazy. I live, man. I live yeah. in this country, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, man. I love it, you know. I live in a mobile home to be to be a hundred percent frank with you, and um, you know my wife, who's a highly educated professional woman, years ago didn't want to live in a mobile home, <laughs> but I think she appreciates I mean, it. I, I get it, but at the same time, that's I mean, the, and the fact that you're traveling so much, I got to pull something. You got to look something up here. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, my my brother's a very uh, He's a smart guy. He's a successful guy, um, but he's living currently in Seattle. Um, he does uh, he does like cybersecurity and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. he he's got a beautiful home. Both his kids, just uh, Josh and Maya, they both uh, Josh just graduated boot or M, uh, boot camp in San Antonio, and mm -hmm. Maya is graduating this coming month but it's r-o-o-m-b-u-s.com room bus it's basically it looks like a container home but mm -hmm. it's uh it's like a self-sustaining modern home where i mean you can unlock your doors with your phone it's got uh solar power where i think the storage is up to six months or something like that on it uh, it's like a smart home, but it, again, there's three different models, and I think the most expensive model is called the Solo, and it's like sixty nine thousand or something. But he's got uh, he's looking for land right now. What and, is it uh, called? R O R Room Bus dot com. Oh, Room Bus. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And if you scroll to the bottom. I think you can see the three models, but he's got uh, he's going to be putting one of oh, those sweet. on yeah. some land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, it's smart, man. I mean, everything yeah. in that thing is. Uh, I think I've know, seen some videos on these. Yeah, yeah. I like the container home idea, but I'm not the. You know, I, I'm okay when I can work on my motorcycle, but I can't. Uh, I can't build out a, a container home. Well, I. You know what? Um, neither one of us had ever lived in a mobile home, and I guess growing up, when you when you think about those kind of things, maybe if you look at TV, you know maybe too much you think like oh that's a terrible thing but when um actually our real estate agent when we bought the property we had we had a loan that we could have built a home and we've had really nice homes in the past and we could have built one here but we ran into some issues when we went to do that so um because of that i was talking to my agent and she said, you know, why don't you guys like don't even go through the hassle, don't even spend the money of building this home. Right. Just go put a mobile home on the property. It'll be nice. And, you know, you'll save a lot of money, pay less taxes and all that. And I went. Yeah, to you look. won't be overextended financially by, right. by building a, you know, a, a stick and stick and brick type of house. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you still own that property. I mean, why not pay the property off? And later, if you guys decide to stop traveling you know, liquidate some assets and build a house in if you want to. Yeah, I don't know if we will. I mean, we, yeah, we own, we uh, own where we live. So we own that's, it outright. We own the property. That's and we crazy. Own, that's crazy yeah. in this country, man. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do, right? I mean, right. there's a commute for Lola. Some, uh, discipline. 
Yeah, there's a commute for her. You know, there's a commute that she has to go through. You know, she doesn't have a nice fancy house like the other uh, pharmacists and stuff like that do. Um, but it's, it, it allows us to do other things. Uh, it's allowed us to, to build our, I mean, right now we've got three YouTube channels and it's one of the things that allows us to do that. Um, cause the, that kind of stuff is expensive as much fun as it might look. Um, right. as, as much money as people think you may make, it's, it's expensive to do all this stuff and it allows us to do that. That's the secret of how we do what we do. We don't have, you know, half a million million dollar home. Um, right. which I, I, I know folks who do, and you know, we've had that kind of thing in the past. You can, so. you can, you can basically get hooked into that kind of lifestyle though. I, I know people who like, you know, buying a new vehicle, like I'm, I'm panicked if I don't have my new vehicle paid off within a year, you know what I'm saying? I'm that kind of person. Like <laughs> okay. I, everything I have, I want to own because I don't right. want to be leashed to a monthly payment because who knows what might happen i mean Mm -hmm. you know you want everything to work out okay but it's not how life works yeah it depends on how you do it you guys man yeah it depends on how you do you guys do want to adopt i'm Mm -hmm. super low maintenance but uh (laughs) oh you're gonna have to work hard man and i'm hilarious oh you're hilarious (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be some hard work not that i could get my kids to uh you know to do any hard work either but you're always well listen you know what when it's cold in arkansas get your butt on a plane fly down to florida spend some no, time you can spend flying. a week I'll just drive or drive okay We're come down here than you want to admit yeah yeah so come down here <laughs> and spend time with us man and we will make videos and hang out and do stuff you know i've got a range in my I'm backyard in. but i've got other ranges that i have access to and i've got uh some friends that have some badass uh guns and stuff like that yeah that they can bring over you know and i got a few i got I a few shooters here an annual event you have enough Absolutely. property to make it an annual event kind of a friends of friends kind of like hey okay hey, not too many people lola's not down too many people coming no, over here at the same time. it would be good to you. it's not like you're gonna i'm not saying i'm in i'm bringing yeah. my cat and a whole bunch we're, ta- we're taking a break I'm right now we're yeah. taking a break we're taking a break hold <laughs> right. on a second right. we'll be right back here we'll negotiate this out <laughs> all right deal we wouldn't be able to keep the who moved my freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like barnul ammo barnul has a wide range of reliable quality steel case ammo for small game large game target shooting and self-defense they've got the classics like 762 and 545 as well as 9 millimeter all the way up to 308 subsonic as well so when you're in the market please consider barnul ammo all right so we're back here yeah listen so oh what am i doing i'm adding i'm adding cameras okay listen dude you're already thinking about the hanks weekend aren't you you're getting ready to add people to that weekend yeah so here's listen uh, here on, on my range we could do a lot of stuff but also if you want to do something bigger and have people over i would totally do it at um you know, uh, at Aries. So have you ever heard of Aries firearms training? I have, I, I have never been there obviously, but yeah, yeah it's I'm in Leesburg. It's it. in Leesburg, Florida and, uh, friends with the owner. He's been on the podcast and that's like technically my official range outside oh, of my right. own range. Yeah. So outside right. of this, that's where I go. It's a pretty big range that they have out there. I do things um there from time to time so if we do a bigger thing we can definitely do it there but yeah man you guys can come down here uh bring stuff we'll we'll make videos we'll have fun we'll 
We'll do all kinds of different, uh, you know, since you're the senior digital guy, we'll create a bunch of digital uh, content, man. Yeah, you know? dude. My content manager, like I said, I mean, he invented the Vice Card Challenge. I mean, mm -hmm. like I said, Chris Long, Canon 7.62, like, yeah, he's a concealed carry. It's ridiculous. He's so clean. Like, I mean, I'm I'm about it. I'm always, I, I need to get better. You know what I mean? Being yeah. around guns all the time. It's like I don't shoot as much as I did before I was in the gun industry. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, yeah that's got to change. Yeah, I think you know um, something like that. We could we could always do. Actually, there are people who come uh, different companies to come see me from time to time, and we do stuff. So nice. we could totally work you guys in there. It'll be fun, you know. And then yeah. uh, then also I get to see all the cool Walther stuff. Now Lola, I don't know. We, we're in the Gorn section. Lola's telling me that I didn't talk about. Uh, uh, we didn't talk about Walther history. I think I've only done that before, Lola. I'm pretty sure we've talked about the history of Walther. Well, I invented I invented Walther in 1929, which was right. <laughs> okay. oddly the same year that uh -huh. I invented shoelaces, which was right. two years before I invented shoes. And K-pop. Someone, so, someone in the yeah. chat said K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, right. I, it's one of my things, too. Big fan. Yeah, exactly. So That's um, what my band was. We were K-pop. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I don't know if we need to go through the history, Lolo, but what is the history of Walther Arms? It's a pretty old, it's a pretty old company outside of America, relatively new and small yeah. inside of America, right? That's my understanding. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. we, there's, there's books, there's, I mean, the things Walther has done for the firearms industry are still being used in firearms today. I mean. Mm -hmm. My, my, all right, I'm going to keep it brief, but my favorite little caveat to the history of Walther is uh, obviously the little gun that Booth used to kill Lincoln was a concealed carry firearm, but mm -hmm. the true purpose built concealed carry firearm was the Walther PPK, which is built police pistol criminal, which is invented to. Or, oh, know, is that what that means? For, I never even knew what that yeah, meant. Yeah, <laughs> for, for under, undercover. Uh, law enforcement to be able to carry a firearm without you know having a gigantic thing on them or something reliable with enough mm -hmm. stopping power and that kind of stuff but okay so that's kind of like i think somewhere on our website at a couple points we use we invented concealed carry because mm -hmm. if you really want to you know split hairs we kind of did mm -hmm. we're kind of a big deal hank kind of a big i just <laughs> threw it up there i just threw up the look let me throw up the wikipedia yeah. again um, it's been around since 1886, 136 years ago. Yeah. Um, 280 employees. I guess that's, uh, I don't know, maybe that's the whole planet. That's in Ulm, Ulm, Germany, as far as one okay. of our factories. So, yeah, we yeah. got Ulm and Arnsberg. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys are a subsidiary in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Uh, yeah. Walther Arms, Inc. is yeah, a subsidiary. And to that right you know and we're our, our sister company being umarex usa who does the air guns and all the mm -hmm. licensed airsoft and stuff like that which is yeah i mean it's nice to have help you know yeah and, I mean? um, and some uh, 22 stuff right uh Umarex oh yeah stuff. a lot of rimfire a lot of it is done you know we used to do the uh mp5 g36 yeah uh, i think Walt, uh, walter from safety Har from walter from safety harbor firearms and babyface and myself did some vit like I think uh, maybe our third or fourth video ago, we did some stuff yeah. that you guys yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, we still do that. We may not distribute it directly anymore. I mean, a lot of the companies are taking that on, which, you know, that's great, too, because we keep, yeah. you know, again, Walther USA, as it is now, is not very old. I mean, you know, when Inner Arms was the first company that was doing the PPK and stuff like that and mm-hmm. the PPS. and um, Yeah. And the PPK you know, is I mean, famous Smith from 007. Right? Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Night Train Smith says Hitler was distributing Walther. Yeah. Night Train says Hitler used a 7.65 millimeter Walther PPK to kill himself. Uh, yeah, we ended World War II. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> kudos. <laughs> kudos. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, listen, lots of uh, cool Walther, Walther guns out there. And I think we've talked about the history before. Like, I've got one of the bullpup. Uh, and I think we talked about this the last time you were on. I've got one of the bullpup 22s from you guys. Okay. I thought you were going to say WA2000. I'm like, you got one of those? No, 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 no. Okay. I yeah. have, what is the name of that bullpup? I, I didn't bring it here with me, but actually Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms gave that to me. Uh, what is it? What is that Walther 22 bullpup? That I'm is gonna, rare. I'm going to pull it up right now, but I have one of those. Here we go. The G22. Yeah. Yeah. This, the G22. I have one of these. When you come visit, I'll let you shoot it. Okay. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. It's a little finicky with the ammo, but well, that's what Walter said, but I didn't really have those problems when I shot it. Uh, do you guys have magazines for this? Oh. Probably not. I'm just saying, I could always do it. We might. More I mean, we still service pretty much every everything we've got. I mean, every Walther product we've got, we can still service. Oh, you do? But oh, cool. Send me a message or have Lola maybe send me a message. Yeah. Have Lola do yeah. your best. Thanks for holding it all together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and let me know and I'll, I'll holler at service and see if that's something that we have. I'm guessing yeah. we either do or have parts for it can build one it's it's cool because i know i think i have at least two magazines right now because i've got one in there and then somewhere on that gun you could put another magazine from what i remember a little there's storage like, spot yeah there's like a little storage thing is it in the stock or someplace like that if i'm remembering correctly it could be similar like the old survival 22 like uh the folding yeah. uh 1022s yeah um so it was, uh, it, I think it's a cool gun. It's a cool gun. It's good. It's in my bullpup collection. One of these days I'll do a follow-up bullpup collection video and you guys will probably see it. Or I'll do a 20 and like, we're trying to do a bunch of 22 videos, especially since mm-hmm. it's 2022. So I should probably do one and roll that one into, to it as well. So, um, uh, Armin and Axis says Hitler's alleged suicide did not end World War II, but all good. <laughs> His his whole Argentina conspiracy theory. I don't know if that's uh, true or I not. Think he, I think he's it getting very specific and technical about how the but, war I mean, ended. Yeah, I yeah. mean, don't be big mad at Walther USA, man. We've got two guys. We've got two. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm an Air Force vet. We got two Marine vets, and there's three blue or purple hearts between them. So I mean, we're we're not the bad guys, man. Times change, and uh, well, yeah. I mean, if there is a conspiracy with Argentina and you know, oh, with the oh, with jam. the whole uh, oh, with the uh, Hitler clones. Yeah, people moving over there. Clones? I mean, hell. Yeah. You think about. I think Armament and Axes is probably a Hitler clone. If you look at him really closely, who is he? Probably, he probably is a Hitler clone that escaped from Brazil. 
Armament and Axis. He's one of the guys in the comments right now. This my this okay. one of my this one of my homeboys. Yeah, he, he's the spawn. <laughs> he's gonna be okay. mad now. He's gonna be mad. Be... <laughs> he's gonna be mad that I said that about him. But good for him. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We're I not mean, gonna judge like you. Like their parents, though. You yeah, yeah. You can't be mad. Oh, you're clone. You're clone. I mean, well, te- yeah. Technically, if you're a clone, that are not cool. I mean, right. right. <laughs> um. So okay, listen. Let's go. We're gonna, I'm going to show some guns here in a second. Uh, Chuck right. says, "Chuck's oh, where's wise? Oh, Lola actually, Lola's bringing that for. Uh, thank you, Lola. You know what, Lola? That's why I love you so much. You know, this She's is intuitive. why intuitive. This is why I married you, woman. <laughs> I guess you know how. That's not a. That's not Slam the sound. The door on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the sound of happiness from Lola right there. <laughs> um, okay, so here you go. There, it there is. you go. G twenty two gray and right here let me see one of these is the is the, both of these okay well that one is for sure so see that goes right in there in the bottom i don't think no this one doesn't come out why this can i should, can i see that magazine will you hold that up it looks like a p22 magazine to be quite honest yeah I it's mean. not let me see uh, it does look it does look like hold on let's see if we can get it to focus in on it come on there we go. Bam. Oh, that might that base pad might be different, but we flip it around. Does it have the yeah. pull down on the yeah, other side? It does. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me check. Like I said, maybe send yeah. me a reminder message, and then uh, figure it out. This is cool though that you could put these um, in the stock. I like that. And I don't know how it would be nice for when that came out. Yeah, it would be nice if you could do it with that one. And uh, wait, hold on a second. Can you do it with that one? Or is that the other? Huh. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Yeah, I'm gonna try to figure this out while we're talking about <laughs> while we're talking about these things here. Um yeah, I wonder I wonder if you can do that. There's definitely a magazine in there now, but I cannot get this magazine out for some reason. So I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, there we go. Oh, so it was in there. Okay, so both of them come out. So that comes out. And oh, got to push down on that. There you go. And that uh, comes out. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Boom. So there you go. This is cool, man. There you go. For the people. So I thought you guys made a lot of these, though. No? Well, not, not you guys, that but I'm Walter. aware of. Yeah. yeah, I that, mean that came from. Let me see where this came from. My time here. I've been I've been here for about eight years. That's that that predates me. Twenty two. I'm trying to see what it's got written on it. So, is someone texting me? Um. Okay. Let's see here. I'm trying to see what it's got written on it. If I could see. Actually, there's nothing, other than the G22 Walther, the serial number. I don't. Huh. There's some kind yeah, of Wicca AF. doesn't have much of it. Yeah, there's some kind of AF something written on the barrel. But I don't see... I'm I'm assuming these were not made here. Oh, there's something on the barrel, but I cannot see what it says. Oh, no, Made in Germany. I've got... Yeah, Made I've in Germany. I've got the History of Walther uh, books at work, too, which I haven't... I mean, I kind of... I started the PP models through the P99, the PPQs, but I haven't, I've never delved into the G22. I can take a look into that though. 
maybe get that Wikipedia updated because it's bootleg. Yeah, I'm actually going to go back to my phone here because I've got it on magnification. So Smith & Wesson, Springfield, Mass. That's who brought this in. Okay. Uh, G2222LR. Carl Walther Ulm. Ulm. Okay, so that was made at the Ulm factory. Yeah, made in Germany. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Very nice piece of my bullpup collection, so there you go. You are a bullpup dude, aren't you, man? Yeah. You guys need to make a new bullpup. Yeah. I mean, we made the best one ever, but nobody can get a hold of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, shout out to Edward Brower. I see him out there. He's the CEO of Utreon. He's joining us. What is this he put there? Thanks. What is with the Google form? Everyone voting Utreon subscriptions in that poll. Oh, there's some kind of poll, I guess, going there. Okay. There's a poll going, so that's what's in the... So everyone who's in the chat, you guys go and click on that link, and I guess you could do some voting there. That's... Why Edward is sharing that? Okay, so do you you want to show off some guns? What you got on you? Since we're we got like I mean, ish. I just got my personal one. You know, we dropped mm-hmm. Ed Shot Show, which I didn't attend due to mm-hmm. the flu, not COVID. Oddly, I mm-hmm. think I'm COVID immune. It's mm-hmm. really weird. I've been around a lot of people with it, but mm-hmm. um, PDP compact four inch running the TLR seven A and the uh, Hollow Sun five hundred nine T got some Americans very nice are too tall but mm-hmm. uh i mean yeah i carry it looks a good for five years and uh you know people think because of this slide looks chunky that mm-hmm. is not concealable man just try get the right holster another one when i was running my uh my uh, surefire x300 um Especially dudes like me that are kind of like, you know, I have a little extra on the waist because I don't do what you call workout. Who, who is that? But Who's the, this? Uh, Who makes this holster you're showing right now? This is the tier one concealed, um, but it's the modern samurai project, which is uh, uh-huh. Scott Jedlinski, who's a member I've of the defense it. division. Oh. Kind of had that uh, helped develop this model. Oh, everyone and, keeps uh, asking me about that Scott Jedlinski guy. He, if you want to learn how to shoot a red dot, you know, all right. So you've yeah. done, taken training classes before, right? Yes. And you know that, uh, you know, people are like, oh, okay, here's the technique you need to use. And you need, you know, within 10,000 rounds, you're going to be a better shooter. You're going to, if you take Scott Jedlinski's class, you're going to leave that class a better shooter. You're going to be quicker, more accurate. Uh, you're going to be overall better shooting a red dot in a handgun, period, after mm-hmm. you leave that class. He is a ridiculous instructor and we're, we're lucky enough as Walter to have him as a member of our defense division. Oh, Actually, cool. all of yeah. our defense division members are, are crazy. You can find Walter defense division on our website under connect yeah. and then Walter defense division. One of the craziest um, people that you that Walter has, which is not like an official Walter uh, employee is me. You guys have a bunch of other cool people <laughs> who actually work at Walther and know how to shoot guns. You know, you got a lot of people who are competitive shooters and all, but I've heard of Scott yeah. Jedlitsky a lot. Uh, people keep uh, mentioning yeah. him to me in terms of red dots and all that. And I'm really bad yeah. with red dots. I have astigmatism, but people say, oh, well, that's what red dots to help you out with that. But I'm actually uh, worse yeah. with the red dots. So and I, have to, I, have I think I have to wear my glasses. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And if I look, I love the EOTech reticle, and mm-hmm. but if I don't have my glasses on, I can't. It's just a big, you know, blurry circle. But uh, the Hollow Sun is great for me. Um, you, you different dots and different styles. You just have to try them out. Go to a gun store and kind of yeah. uh, look at them with and without your glasses. Find the right one for you, and uh, it is. It changed the way I shot. I, I shoot iron sights better now because I started shooting red dot. Uh, you know, okay. you part of the people, most people who don't shoot red dot pick it up for the first time. Mm-hmm. They, they point that gun and they're like, the dot's all over the place. But that's because your iron sights are too. You're going to have a, a dynamic of movement and the red dot just accentuates that. So mm-hmm. you can change your grip, you change your breathing. And you can get that dot in a slower pace. But the dot, you know, unless you're trying to shoot, you know, like William Tell arrow through arrow through arrow. I mean, you know, you when the dot is on the spot, you can pull that mm-hmm. trigger, send it, and it's going to hit that spot. It's, it's, it's like cheating, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's mm-hmm. spend the time to learn, to learn how to shoot a red dot and – takes yeah. Scott Lindsay's class. I mean, yeah, get some training. That's the thing. Uh, Night Train yeah. says, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm still not sold on the idea of red dot. Red dots on pistols, at least if your eyesight is decent. Um, People weren't set on red dots on rifles at the beginning either. It's mm-hmm. it's not, red dots aren't the future. It's it's now. It's, it's what's going on. The reliability of them, the technology is there, the battery life is there. Um, the affordability, the cost is there. It's you just need the correct training. You need somebody who can speak to you like a human being, give you the one-on-one you need, mm-hmm. and show you why it's the solution. And again, I mean, uh, anybody in our defense division can can guide you that way. Scott is kind of again, he calls this, you know, it's called the Modern Samurai Project. Mm-hmm. He will show you how to. Uh, you know, isn't to he, swing that sword? Isn't he? Is don't they have some kind of name for him that has to do with a Jedi or something? Because he's Jed. Yeah, it's Jedi Scott Jedi Jedlinski. Scott Jedi. Yes, I've heard of. I've, I didn't know. I didn't know. Like people, were like, oh, have you ever never heard of blah blah blah? And now here he is. He's one of the Walther dudes. You know, but I mean, yeah. Maybe if he's I got also, invited to the factory, I would know about these things. You yeah. Know? If, I mean, uh, you know, if I was able to come up there and just build my own guns like some people I know, then I'm not going to mention their names. Uh, Coleo Noir. Um, so, I haven't uh, even got to build my <laughs> own gun. <laughs> but yes, all right. Uh, out. <laughs> no, I'm just... Okay, so listen, you showed yours. Now I'm going to show mine. Yeah. This is what I okay. carry all the time. And uh, so, by the way, when you guys started sparring with arms list, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified now with more confidence because of their built in firewall for only six ninety nine a month for personal use or thirty dollars a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider arms list. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like arms list. Um, once again, I am definitely not paying attention <laughs> to the timer. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, shout out to arms list, by the way. So yeah, listen, so when I started doing this, I carried for a long time, I carried a, uh, Glock, uh, what was it? Glock, uh, 43, I want to say is what I was carrying. Yeah. That's the slim. I can't even remember now. 
But I carried that for a while. You guys didn't put any kind of pressure on me f for me to do anything. But I looked into the PPS, and that's what I wound up getting. And then I put it through testing and all that kind of stuff for a while. I tested it, and now that's what I carry. So I've been carrying this for more than a year now. Walther PPS. Um, this, I think, is the LE version with the... Uh, it's got, like, the, the night tritium, sights. Yeah, the tritium. Excess night sights, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if All you right. could see it. After you take your all. red dot class with Scott Jedi Jedlinski and Modern Samurai yeah. Project, right. you contact CNH Precision and get that thing milled for a red dot. Because there's the RMS shield and Hollow Sun has an affordable one as well. We're going to be releasing, but dude, oh. you're gonna. All right, I'm coming down there with Canon Seven Six Two, and mm -hmm. we're going to do some red dot shooting. Red okay, dot cool. Training. Yeah, that'll be fun. What rifle do you have? You have a rifle in arm's reach. Uh, right in front of me right now. Other than that G twenty two I just showed Other you, no. 22. Since I'm in the van, okay. no. But I got tons of rifles gotcha. here. I got lots of rifles. You know? What's your what's your go to if you just want to take like a sixteen or a thirteen and a half welded out to the fucking range? Sorry, I shouldn't have swore. No, that's I'm fine. You can curse on here. <laughs> All right. Um. So uh. So tip. If are you, are you talking about training or what are you talking about? Because I've got lots of different rifles. Yeah. For, my my go to for training for a long time has been a Sig five sixteen patrol. Okay. Um, so I'll typically go with that, and then my backup to that is uh, the X95 from IWI. Okay. You know, that's a bullpup. Um, yeah. And then I've got a bunch of other stuff. So, like, I'm in, in uh, you know, right next to my bed, I've got a 300 Blackout uh, integrally suppressed rifle that um, I built with Liberty Suppressors. Nice. So... Yeah, it's pretty lightweight and all that kind of stuff. Three hundred blackout. I've got a um, Daniel Defense version of that, but we got tons of okay. rifles here, man. Yeah, I bet you know bet. tons of rifles. Rifles I haven't even shot yet, as people were uh, harassing me about yesterday. So yeah, and, I have a couple of handguns I haven't even had an opportunity to shoot. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, you know, yeah. I mean, value is value and. <laughs> Well, you know, if you're in the if you've got to make videos and stuff like that, you know, things get <laughs> things take priorities. Um, by the way, here's my holster. I, I use a fat guy holster for my PPS. I just want to shout out the fat guy holsters. I did get this nice. from Josh from Black Diamond Guns and Gear. Uh, God's big, plan, big Josh. Yeah, there you go. So um, actually, let me see if I could do a more close up uh, on the uh, holster for people who want to know. So that's what I, I carry this all the time. I have it like on me. Uh, like even home carry because I believe in home carry. I don't know if you do or you don't, but I carry gun oh, all yeah. the time. I mean, I'm. This is uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, is the safest place I ever lived, and I still have a firearm on me all the yeah. time. It's just it's it's a lifestyle. It's not that I'm worried about anything, but like you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Those things. Night Train says we have more guns than we need, but we have all the guns we want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Armament and Axes um, says, I got two pistols with red dots, but they are not EDC. Yeah, I don't have a... No, you know what? I don't have an EDC red dot, but maybe after we do that thing, you might convert me. You know? Yeah, um, I think... Because I have the P PPS RMSC, too, and the shield's kind of... 
when we first released the PPS with the Shield on it, you know, Shield is uh, it's mm-hmm. an English company, I think, and they released it initially. It had like a polymer uh, lens on it, and that people, you know. The people who never train are the first ones to talk about how the polymer's not going to last. It's like, okay, I've carried this thing for three years. It's it's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, they'll replace the lens for free and all that kind of stuff as well. But mm. um, by the way, here's my PDP. So I do have a PDP right there. Done videos on this. Definitely shot it. This is a very this is a very um, popular gun. This did really well, even though a lot of people yeah. initially were like. Um, you know, why do I need a PDP if I've got the PPQs? <laughs> Which I think I have right. a PPQ. Where's my Where's my uh, nine millimeter PPQ? Navy. Yeah, I've got a I've Navy, got the Navy here. I've got and an M1, mm-hmm. which is pretty rare, but M1. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do you have it, or is it close at hand, or not close at hand? Um. I mean, in here's my here's here. my uh, here's my navy right here, baby. You know, and by the way, I switched a whole bunch of parts on this. Uh, I know you could switch the barrels and other stuff, but I think I switched some stuff even that you that you're not supposed to switch. And you know, I mean, people, you people, can yeah, you could slide that frame on that on that uh, slide and the slide on the frame between yeah. those guns as well. Yeah. You could do you could do a lot of cool stuff on it. I think that the grip stuff that you guys put on there is definitely better. There's a lot of good there's a lot of good things in here. So you know what? I've seen some good videos on it. I know uh, Military Arms Channel did a good video, and people have said, well, if you've got the PPQs, you don't really need to switch over. But if you haven't gone into Walther, and you know you've been like holding off or whatever, now with the PDP would be a good time to do it. Um, right. You know, for a long time, when I first got into the gun game, I, a lot of my friends, especially ones that competed, had <laughs> Walther. And I was like, why do people like Walther so much? And they always said the ergonomics. And really, you got to get it in your hands to see the ergonomics of it. So that's, yeah, you know, that's where I think you guys um, have a leg over a lot of different folks that are out there. I that mean, and the trigger are are really big. I mean, that, mm. those are two points where Walther like moves beyond a lot of the other offerings out there. And I mean, we're confident in the fact that, you know, the, the, the term, the proof is in the pudding is easy to say when you're like, Oh, Hey, just buy our gun and you mm-hmm. know, it'll be great for you. But mm-hmm. we, we put, we put it on the line with a 30 day money back guarantee. We're like, Okay, you're between the Walther and a Sig or a Glock or a CZ or a Smith mm-hmm. & Wesson, whatever it might be. We offer a 30-day money back where you buy the gun, you spend the money at the gun deal, the uh, the gun shop, and you get the gun. You can shoot it as much as you want within that first 30 days. And then if it's not for you, like we don't want our gun to be sitting in your safe as another, you know, another rock. Like we'll will you go on our website under the connect 30 day money back guarantee area and fill out the form we'll give you what you paid up to msrp and we'll send you a shipping label and it's plus tax and you ship it directly to us you don't have to go to the gun store we'll give you your money back like i'd rather you have a gun a walther that you take to the range and you are an advocate you're like hey try this thing 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want our gun as just something that's collecting dust at your house. Like, I'll buy your refurb from you, you know, and we send it back to Walther. Like, it's if it's mm-hmm. not for you, it's not for you. Not not everything is for everybody. And that's kind of like nobody else is doing that right now in the industry. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, a point of pride for us. You know? Yeah, I point a lot of people in you guys' uh, direction when they're asking me what they should get into. And I was like, listen, if you really don't know and you're on your, on the fence, you can always like start out with, uh, you know, go to Walther. They have, it's not every gun, right? Is it? The Meisters, like the super the Me- expensive uh performance finished uh black tie black diamond um yeah you could just send those to me if you don't want those if you buy one of those and you don't want them yeah just ship it man i want one those are my direction yeah the kind of gun you show up with a brown leather shoulder holster just kind of you know you're flossing at the at the the barbecue oh listen i know a dude I know a dude who makes really nice leather holsters if i could get my hands on one of the i know they're expensive uh, if I can get my hands on one of those, I will have like the most awesome holster, uh, leather holster you could ever imagine, made for that Ooh. thing. Is is it a, just a small thing where he's just he makes like one offs? Yeah, it's uh, so Andrew's Custom Leather. Okay. You ever heard, you ever heard of cool. Andrew's Custom Leather? Uh, let's see if I could pull up the Instagram. I have a bunch of videos on my uh, on uh, YouTube slash Hank Strange with Andrew's Custom Leather. Those are some of the biggest uh, videos on my channel here. But St. He makes, Augustine, Florida. Yeah, he makes holsters for um, the movies. He makes holsters for Cabot Guns, oh, for wow. example. If you ever look at Cabot Guns' website, uh, all those holsters you see on the website are his uh, holsters that he makes for them. Here, I could show you guys an example. Look at that. That's Gator. <laughs> that is <that's> hot. <laughs> yeah. So, you know... Um, oh, actually, here he is with the, uh, that's uh, uh, Robert Bianchin from uh, Cabot Guns right there. Um, but yeah, he makes some really good uh, holsters. Let me see. I, and I've got a ton of videos, like I said. So he, they do they do regular leather holsters and uh, custom stuff as well. But exotics as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he can do custom exotic stuff for you. Um Okay, so my cat is like this is this is hippo, can... see that, and it feels wow. really good. It's like suede. Oh, yeah, I bet it does. What you want to make your cat into a holster? I mean, if he goes on his own in the night while he's sleeping, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I'm not <laughs> looking to expedite yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, here's yeah. like some. Uh, wow. one of the, I think these are lizard, or some of them. These are lizards, from what I've seen. <laughs> in the past so yeah if anyone is into leather holsters like get yeah. uh andrew's custom leather um he did holsters for the remake of the magnificent seven. Oh, he and, really yeah and a, bu- and a bunch of westerns that you see out there he's done the holsters excuse me for them all right weird question uh-huh so there's a show i think it was usa or tnt it was called queen of the south I, there's apparently supposed to be another season but Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of cartelish, and mm-hmm. uh, the bodyguard of the Queen of the South is has got two forty fives, and they're they're mounted kind of vertically. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I from a movie. If he made those holsters. Uh, I'm not sure. I would have to check with him, but I know. Uh, I'll scroll through his Instagram. I got his yeah. account up. So yeah, there is some. Uh, there is some. Uh, <laughs> 
like non-practical stuff like that that he's made. No, yeah, uh, like, that's for flossing. That's not for. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever seen the movie The Dictator? It has that crazy guy that's always pranking people. Uh, he pranks some folks in the gun world. Uh, Borat, you know the Borat guy did a movie called I think it was called The Dictator. You know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen that. No. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Yeah. Um, every gun company should have Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, uh, you know, uh, his picture should be posted up there because he's, you know, he's always out there pranking people. But that movie, yeah. The Dictator, I don't, try, I don't know if I could find. Um, there was a. He did. I know he did the holsters for him. They were. Um, I don't know if there's a picture of it out there. But yeah, he does a ton of movie holsters, especially what you see in westerns and things like that out there. So that's cool, man. Um, yeah. What Clint Eastwood said: westerns and jazz music are the only things that are truly American. You know, as yeah. far as like sunk into America. Um. Armin and Axis says Borat was stupid. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. There was a there was a question. Oh, Lola wants to know what makes the M1 rare. Um. Okay, so the M1. Are you talking about the? This is the PPQ M1, right? Like, um, I'll throw this up here. PPQ, and then we also there's the PPS M1, well, or the classic, and it's just the paddle style mag release is what makes it more rare and the more that time goes on the fewer you're gonna see um you know there's diehard m1 people out there that want everything to be the paddle release which i i freaking love the paddle release because it's ambidextrous without having to swap the the mag release button and uh ours is really robust i mean you can see it on both sides but it's one specific paddle is that what this and, thing is uh, here that I'm close on? Is that what we're talking right about? Right down at the bottom. Right down at the bottom where the grip Oh, right here, the, right here, right here. I see it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all one piece, and it's on both sides, so you can actuate it with your uh, uh, you know, your middle finger, your trigger finger. Mm-hmm. I mean... What is this? Is this know, the slide? Basic. What is that? What is that thing up there, then? Is that What's the, that? This. The, the light part? No, this... Um, it looks like it's also on a lever, but I don't know if it's the slide release, the take. No, it can't be the takedown. And this is the slide catch right here. It's yeah. Forward of the slide. You saying catch. right in front of that? Yeah, right in front of that. I don't know if you can what, see what that has on. the three lines going by, or in front yeah, of right that. after that. It's right where it says Walther. See where it oh, says that's, call. That's just. Yeah, that's. Okay, so that's that's the trade and where it's manufactured, and then the line that goes up a bit with that's flat against the slide. That's basically just, I mean, that's on your gun as well. It's just the lighting. It's the way the lighting works. Um, oh, you know, it looks like a gas pedal, but it's not. It's just part of the. Uh, slide. Oh, that's just the. Mo- oh, that's or, yeah, the frame. Oh, okay. Oh, that looks way yeah. more pronounced than uh, what I've seen, like on. On the guns yeah, here. Yeah, it's the photography on that, the way oh, that, that okay. uh, photo was lit, I think. You could probably look at yours really? and see the same spot. Okay. Huh. No? No, I, well, I don't know. You could be right, but that looks... It's way more pronounced in what I'm looking like, looking at. And there's a hinge on it. See there's a hinge? See that big circle? Oh, that... W- yeah, what's this thing? With right the, the white hole there? Yeah. What is that? That's just the push pin. That's the push pin. It was probably photoshopped out larger than it actually is. 
Oh, but this know, to make okay. it a PNG yeah. in order to be oh, okay. transparent. Yeah. Yeah, because if you look at so if you look at the gun right here, let's see if we can get it to. Yeah, there's not like it's in this area, but that thing looks like it hinges down from that's there. That's like your PDP though. You're yeah, that's on the, the PDP. Yeah. Do you have your uh, your navy in front of you still too? Let me pull up the navy. Hold on, where was that navy right here? Oh yeah, you're right, man. That thing, you're right. That looks so weird in that picture. It appears to be a gas pedal, but the way the front of yeah, it towards it's the right, barrel it's, is lit. So on it's this, lighter. it's this right here. It should be darker. Yeah, like so this way, is not function. Dark, yeah. Yeah. So right. somehow the lighting yeah, on it. So, yeah. Right. But right. this is not a, so this is not a lever. Yeah. Right. Let's see. That is. is right I right mean, and is your, your mags out and that thing's clear? I mean. Yeah. You, you don't even need to pull the trigger or even pull it back a bit to take it down. It's, it's, uh. No, but what I was talking about, you see right here, let me see if I can get the camera to focus. Uh, please bear with us out there. You see right here, Vince? Yeah, that where it slopes down towards the yeah. rail. Yeah, this jutting out here looks very three-dimensional, and in that picture, it looks like it's actually something, but it's not. It appears, yeah, it appears like it's yeah. pronounced more like a gas pedal or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's such oh, a you weird... Want to see something? Here's something a lot of people don't know about the PDP. I know the takedown okay. lever is right after that, so go ahead. So this is a clear firearm. There, there's nothing in the chamber. Um, drop the slide. So right back here, you see that little hole right up there? Mm -hmm. uh, trying to do it on the camera. Yeah. The hole on the rear plate. Yeah. You can use, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to have to pull the trigger to be able to take down the gun. You can actually use that. Use a handcuff key is for law enforcement. It's part of the uh, performance duty pistol idea. So you use a handcuff key. You can insert it there or a punch or whatever, but. Mm -hmm. um it is wide enough to be uh handcuff key to take it down yeah these are easy so. to take down and then that that uh this right here yeah is the takedown if i can get if i can get this to focus once again jimon let's see if it'll do it here there we go uh, had it for one second and then lost it I think it's seen through the trigger guard too. Yeah, it might be part of. So here we go. So right here, yeah, that is that is what you're talking about. So once you pull the trigger or or push that button, then you could pull everything back and take it down, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, all right. So gun is cocked. You can still pull it down, then pull the trigger. I mean, you mm -hmm. don't have to do the whole like half pull back thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Let's see. We're at forty six seconds before the next brand. Oh, paint. look at you! Okay, we finally got we got you trained, trained. Yeah, I'm on <laughs> it, you, man. We got you trained for I'm that. On it, like <laughs> Joe Rogan supplement. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There. Good for yeah. you. Good for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're. Let me see. I'm trying to get to a question here. If I could do it. Someone was asking about ammo earlier in the show. So we'll probably get to the ammo question. I will find it here and I will ask uh, Vince that as soon as we come back from this quick break. Okay. That we're I do want to, to touch on the PDP SP a little bit about the yes. features and stuff like yeah. that when we come back. Yeah, we'll do that right. too. Okay. Cool. 
Come on. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. All right, so let's see. Actually, uh, Vince is taking a little quick break here. And while he's doing that, uh, let me see. I, could, I think I could pull it up here on the screen. I think I've got uh, the, the Walther page. Yeah, I've got it up here. Let me press the, which one of my buttons allows me to screen share. There we go. Okay, so you guys should be seeing my screen right now. And um, I think we could go to the new color options from Walther Arms, so you can get some that colors. Gray. That gray, is gray is nice. nice. Uh, yeah, the green is cool too. You got a uh, flat dark earth, or what you guys call tan. It's more of a tan than an tan empty going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, and what is this two tone gray? So there's a, a full size five inch, a full size four and a half inch, and then a compact uh -huh. four inch. Okay. That, and all three of those colors in each. Yeah. Let's go to the. Let's go to this gray right here. You can go in. You're talking. I think the increase is uh, what the price is. Instead of six ninety nine, you're at. Uh, is it God, eight something? Is it, like, 709 for the the seracoded frame or it's not even seracoded it's in you know color injected oh okay oh yeah here we go 709 that's not bad yeah i mean you, you know for pictures. what you might pay for somebody locally to you know yeah. to seracode the frame or whatever and then to mm -hmm. have it color injected instead of seracoded very nice are you guys selling any of the guns with optics on them not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. I mean, that's something that could happen. Okay. So what? tell us about the colored frames. Where did that... That's new for 2022, right? Yeah. And that's... I mean, one of the things in marketing is consumer listening. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, people will post stuff all the time. Like, I keep track of how many people post like i want the m1 version instead of the m2 i'd buy it if it was an m1 i'd buy the pdp if it was an m1 if it was just 10 millimeter I, man right and you know i even write that stuff down like mm -hmm. i have tallies and i keep track so that like there's not five thousand people requesting that there's literally 235 people but they keep saying it over and over again mm -hmm. we can't justify manufacturing as small as we are as a company Mm -hmm. making a 10 millimeter or an M1 version of the PDP if only 500 people potentially are going to buy the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like we are listening and we're keeping track of that data because it's a responsible thing to do. We want to give the consumer what they want, but if there aren't enough people yeah. that well, are out there to buy it, it's not fiscally responsible for us to do the, uh, you know, the uh, molds and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But, uh, we heard a lot of people talking about when are you going to have them in different colors? And it's some people still don't know that you can find a good Cerakote authorized uh, coder to actually do that for you as well. So we decided to do three of the most popular. Uh, 
so, colors. So out the there, slide, the slides are Cerakoted, right? But the frames, the slides are, are the uh, the Tenerfer coating black, and then the frames are going to be like the mold injected molding kind of coloring instead of right. just like you know sprayed and baked. So that's in the form. That's in the formula of how the 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 polymer and everything. Yeah, that's from the factory. Okay. Of, okay. Uh, you know, that's not. Yeah, that's not just coating the black frame. So. Yeah. Well, I know that's good. And, and you know, I don't know if this is a reason why people didn't do it for a long time. But technically, for example, with some companies, if you Cerakote your gun, you void your warranty that you have on it. I know Glock is like that for sure. I don't know about Walther, whether or not no, you guys have that. As long as it's properly done, I mean, you'll mm -hmm. find some people that will overspray or won't take the gun apart or we'll seracote the wrong parts mm. you need to find somebody you need to do your due diligence on who you choose and seracote as a company i mean they have a authorized dealer locator thing kind of on their website where you can find people mm -hmm. we use a guy called wit um who does a lot of our uh he'll do our uh, the initial prototype versions and he'll do certain runs for us. And he's out of Springdale, Arkansas and he's, he's phenomenal. Um, but he used to be our FedEx driver and he came in like, Hey, I'm doing Cerakote work. And I actually <laughs> went down to talk nice. to him one day and he's doing Cerakote full time now. And, uh, Oh, cool. You know, he's, he's pretty Foxfire finishes, but, okay. um, yeah, the Cerakote's easy to do, and you gotta kind of. If you have an issue, don't complain on social media. Contact the uh, customer services of whether it's Walter or anybody else. Ask them what the the policies are regarding Cerakote, because you don't want to. If your gun's within warranty, you don't want to ruin that. So that's a good mm -hmm. call, Hank. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it happen uh, with with some companies out there. <laughs> Yeah. So it's not fun. You know, not to say that you can't like, you know, uh convince them if they're if they're in a good mood, they might let you slide, but I've seen people void warranties on that. Man, so. customer service. I'd be I'd be hanging from my roof with a vacuum cleaner cord if I did that. Be nice to your customer service people, whether it's Walther or at Walmart. That's a hard job. All you do for a living is hear people's problems and why they're big mad at you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not the oh, job. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I would say always go with please and thank you and be uh, very yeah. courteous and respectful. Be you know, unless it gets crazy. <laughs> if it gets crazy. Yeah. Be a good human being unless they swear at you. Yeah. If they swear yeah. at you, it's gloves off. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend of mine who <laughs> had a problem with a very expensive rifle. I'm trying to remember that. You know, there's these rifles out there. When they first came out, they were like $10,000 or something like that. What the hell is the name of these rifles? Uh, someone might tell me it's like, like, like I've, bolt I've, action. Um, yeah, some of them were bolt action, but these were really expensive. I've seen everyone do videos and my friend bought one and had problems with accuracy with it. And he was communicating with that company by email and he kept telling them he had problems They're like, Oh, there's no problems. And there were all these emails going back and forward. Well, in one of the emails, they accidentally CC'd him on an email internally where they said, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't even know what he's talking. <laughs> you know, they, were oh. talking they were talking bad about him. But in the end, he was absolutely right that the gun had accuracy problems. And the store, they wound up telling the store that he bought it from to just give him back his money. 
But, wow. You know, they were really... That's rough. Yeah, they were really rude about it. And it's one of those, like, high-end companies that um, I always hear people talking about. And I see them in a lot of gun stores. But I will actually never buy one. Um, right. Just based off of that whole experience, because, you know, I think that was pretty horrible. You know, at least take the time to find out whether the customer you're talking to is on. Everybody is individual. Not everybody's going to be the same, going to have the same. If they're having the same functional issue with the firearm, doesn't mean it's the same thing. Everybody mm -hmm. is, you know, needs to be handled individually. I mean, that's kind of, you know, just like in life. You can't say the same thing around some of your friends that you can say around the other your friends. I mean, you know, know your audience, I guess. I mean, that mm -hmm. sucks. That yeah. sucks. So, um, let's see here. Okay, so we've got you've got the different color frames and then also let me see if I can go back here and screen capture. Let's do this. Boom. Okay, screen capture, we're back on the screen capture. So we got we've got these and then also you've got uh PDP PDP Pro SD is yeah. out. What's the deal with that? Okay, so the idea for this came because everybody at work shoots. Like everybody in our marketing department is a firearms person. It's not like oh yeah, I okay. You know, I'll, I'll take the job because you gave it to me. Like, like I said, mm -hmm. if you you check out Canon Seven Six Two or, or you know Chris Long's Instagram profile, mm -hmm. he's using metrics, a timer. Like he, he's phenomenal. He's a trainer. Um, mm -hmm. And in that kind of a mind state, there's certain things you want in a firearm. You know, the, there's upgrades you make. Anytime you buy a new firearm, chances are the first thing you're going to do is replace the sights. Like, I have certain preferences I like to have on my iron sights. Um, so it's got all the same things as the PDP had, the grip texture, the slide serrations, the uh, red dot ergonomics, where it's basically, and that sounds like a marketing term, but this came from Scott Jedlinski as well. You have this portion of the firearm here. Let me kind of... All right, right here, the kick out, right? That, mm -hmm. that looks, you know, okay. The idea of the red dot, if you, you pull up your firearm and you can't find the red dot, chances are your dot is up above your, your sight picture. So that a little bit of pinky pressure on that little piece there brings the muzzle down a little bit, which mm -hmm. will bring that red dot, you know, into your sight picture. So that's kind of the magic of that. So it's got all the same things as the regular PDP has, mm -hmm. but the magwell, which is, you know, really important for quicker reloads. If you're doing, uh, you know, using a shot timer and stuff like that. And it's got the threaded barrel. Cause a lot of people, most of us are putting, uh, comps on our pistols. So comes from the factory with the red dot. And then, uh, the triggers another thing like the the PDP and the PPQ triggers are great. The performance duty trigger, uh, light take up right to the wall, clean break, very about a tenth of an inch on your reset. Uh, now the performance duty trigger is more of a flat face trigger, still has the blade safety on it, but you're not going to have as much take up and. It's just so clean. You almost have to experience it to kind of really understand how much better it is. And then the magazines are going to have a, on the compact, 
is a plus two, and I believe on the full size, it's just a, a standard base plate that fits within that magwell, and it comes with three magazines each, and you're getting all those upgrades for about $130 more, um, which, I mean, you price that trigger out, and that's about what the cost of that trigger is. So you're getting a threaded barrel. Yeah, this is less uh, than a, mag, yeah, a yeah, mag it's less than nine hundred bucks actually. Yeah, yeah, you're bad. looking eight mm-hmm. twenty eight, eight thirty somewhere around there mm-hmm. MSRP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're you're just it's more feature packed because it's stuff that you're going to upgrade probably anyway. You know, so I mean? this if is you're really serious, right? So is this for competitions or like you know what's the target market with that? I mean, you can carry a gun comped, especially, I mean, you look at somebody like Cody, who is, I mean, he's under six foot tall, probably 175 pounds. He's able to carry uh, basically basically a five-inch PDP compact frame with a red dot and a comp on it concealed carry appendix like mm-hmm. i mean it's for whatever you need it to be i mean yeah when you i'm pretty sure cody wears skinny it. jeans and uh tight suits and all that kind of stuff uh yeah seen, i mean I've seen pictures <laughs> he could line dance while appendix carrying his five inch pdp with a cop on it so yeah did he tell you that at shot so i didn't go right, to shot show i didn't go to shot show right, but either. Um, I did have, uh, w- Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms was out there and Flying Rich was out there and they went to his booth and they were live and he was showing us stuff, uh, from the show. I don't know if he told you about that. I, I searched pretty religiously for videos. I haven't seen it yet. I'm oh, okay. To, uh, is it, uh, is it live it's on, on It's on the, uh, yeah, it's on the, it's on YouTube and it's, uh, from SHOT Show. It'll be in our SHOT Show coverage. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull it, it was fun. He didn't, ex- you know, he, he didn't expect it or whatever, but he was a good sport and showed us a bunch of things over there. He showed us some of the new fancy, uh, what do you guys call it? Uh, the Huffmeister, Mr. What was what do you call that thing? The Meister manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. He showed us. Did some he of show those. you the vintage, the vintage model? Is that the one that looks that like it's fired? Looks like you know, gasoline uh, on water. It's yeah, what is that the called? Of the bunch. What is that finish called? It, like I always the, call it a fire vin- finish. We call it the vintage, but uh, I don't know what. what is that like on the website? Let me see if it's. Is that on the website? Do you know? Uh, I remember. Is there a gallery here? Let me see. There's Meister a Manif- tab called Meister. Oh, vintage. No, 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 no. I've got be. it. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Hold on. Let's see if we can share it. But Boom. boy, that arabesque and the Patriot. Look at that thing. Yeah, that would look at that. Those boys. Yeah. Yeah. It I mean, so, and that wood grip on there. I think oh. I need one of these for T and events, you know. I mean oh. um I gotta find out whether or not these can actually uh fire a thousand rounds, because I don't believe it. And I think the people of America need to. Those will fire. You need make sure. I've gotten a lot of requests. Like an ammunition manufacturer, because those things are gonna you're gonna put a hundred thousand plus rounds through it. Because the finish, it's not just sexy. That is a performance finish on there. No, it's a good looking uh, gun. It's a good looking gun, man, without a doubt. But I think I think the people have asked me 
you know, what comes in the box with this thing? What's in the the box? The price is like, what is it? Oh, it's like four grand, which is not really terrible. I know there's going to be someone out there like, I'm never going to spend $4,000 on on a gun. But Apparently um, you've never been to a good enough barbecue because... Yeah. Um, No, that that gun looks beautiful, man. I am a fan. I'm a fan of that, so... uh, you know. That's the one that, and I think it's the. Is that black what? Is that what? No, is that what got? Did he get the? Uh, no, Benji? he got the black tie. But the black tie. Oh, got the black tie. To oh, me, oh, is the second. So yeah. the black tie is pretty much almost a chromish looking finish. The black yeah. diamond is uh, like an bright kind of. Okay, let's see. Oh, let's throw beard. that up there. Okay, he okay. got the black tie. Yeah. Uh, like I said, that black diamond to me is, mm, mm. you know, the black tie, the black tie is cool. Um, I'm not mad at it. It I wouldn't kick it. I wouldn't kick it out of bed. It's all right. It's all right. You know, Um, yeah. Kick it out of bed for eating crackers. You like the black diamond? You said black diamond. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the black diamond. The pictures, these guns are very hard to take photos of, but yeah. Oh, you got to see these in person. um, Almost. yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. seen these at Shot Show. Um the Black Diamond is I think I've seen the Black Diamond in person at Shot Show and I've seen the Black Tie. <clears throat> black Tie does look better in person than it does in these pictures for sure. Let me see the Patriot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my cool. god, and the Arabesque. I like that <laughs> scroll work on that. Um yeah, the Arabesque I think I liked also. Oh yeah, look at that. That's like a movie gun right there. And you know what's crazy? These aren't like laser etched. These are hand done arabesque? by a gentleman in Italy. They are freaking. Oh, the dude is. Oh, the arabesque I mean, is thirty grand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listen. Yeah. I think I'm changing my request, Vince. <laughs> uh, I'm changing yeah, my my T and E request no, to, late, the ar- <laughs> to the to the. I need the yeah, arabesque. Getting the Walter P22. <laughs> oh, you're getting no, one no, magazine no. for your G22. <laughs> I think I think it was actually now that I'm remembering, I think it was the arabesque that everyone was like, you know, Hank, you got to do a test on that, see how many rounds. Yeah, there's like hundred thousand people were asking you for that, if I remember uh, right. Right. Yeah, but a shout out to Vanessa Kitty who's out there. She says hi, all those looking nice. Forty two chill says nice Q five, um, and Armament and Axis says if I spend four K on a gun, I better have it better have a giggle switch. Um, the giggle switch God gives you when you're born, and it's an internal thing, and it will activate your giggle switch, but it won't give you a giggle switch. Yeah, you're gonna have to learn how to bump fire. That's what yeah, I can say, if you if you want that, yeah. um, that's not. Listen, considering the work, like look at that. I mean that arabesque. I mean, come on. Yeah, how much and again, work, work goes it's into not that? a generic thing. There's yeah. a handful of them made and. <sighs> I like the the, met, the gentleman who does that. I wish mm-hmm. I could remember his name. He came and visited. And he is it, is it on he the site? The work. Let's see. Is it What's on that? The, is it on the site? Uh, uh, let let's see. I'm going to put this here. back it's up not. here. I'm going to put this uh, back up here. It says to enhance functionality, a dynamic performance trigger has been introduced. This dynamic match trigger with superior characteristics of reduced take up, trigger stop, trigger reset. At its wall, flat face aluminum trigger shoe breaks like glass at 5.5 pounds, adding yet more of uh, best gun features, exhibition grade Caucasian walnut. 
Oh, some Caucasian walnut. Oh, oh that's rude, especially in this <laughs> climate. No. <laughs> so the guy. So that is that walnut from the Caucasus Mountains? <laughs> so I want the that Caucasian walnut. Coin finished. Mm-hmm. And then Where is the dude? Full coverage engraving completed with twenty-four karat gold inlay. Oh, the world-renowned uh, oh, no, Dario this. Cortini is the guy's name. Dario so. Cortini. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that is gold uh, inlays in there. It's yeah. God. That's sexy. Yeah. Uh, what am I doing here? I'm pressing the wrong buttons altogether. There we go. Um, yeah. Those are those are really nice. I mean, you know that thing. How many of those do they even make? I want to say the best. it may have been 10 tops, yeah. if that. So let's see, the Patriot. Because I mean, that, at, I mean, that takes him so long to do. I mean, again, he's doing it by hand. Yeah. But some of the other models were able, and again, none of those vintages are going to look identical because of the, the way because that, of the finish, uh, that yeah. dried finish is done. Yeah. The, I could tell you the reason why I really like the vintage is that the vintage comes, comes across great in photos. It comes across oh, great yeah. on camera. I mean, that is, a, like, that is what you guys should use for a lot of marketing because that thing looks oh, good. Without a doubt. Yeah, that looks it's, good. The entire the combination. That, of those guns in that higher, you know, that are out of my tax bracket, that's the one that I would save and buy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I wish that was part of the 30-day money-back guarantee because I would put my name on the refurb list for that thing. Right. <laughs> and then you but, convince someone that they hate it. You're like, oh, listen, you hate that right. gun, man. You know, Worst you know. gun ever. Yeah, yeah. I'll move. Send it I'll back. move. And I'll spend <laughs> every weekend in whatever city they live in convincing them that they make the choice. <laughs> No, I like all guns. There's a um, there's 1911s that are finished like that. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, those um, are great. Jesse guns. James makes some really nice looking. Like I don't know how well performing they are. I don't know much mm-hmm. about the brand, but mm-hmm. some of the custom work that's done on his guns, I saw one pop up on my Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. Yeah, and you'd be uh, lucky love, if you could custom. buy. You'd be lucky if you could buy a Jesse James for for four grand. Good luck right. with that. I don't, but, not gonna, right. his, his stuff Would is probably closer to his, 30 grand you know dude you seen that new model he just dropped the bullock oh no is that for sandra bullock, bullock? no it's, it's, i'll yeah. be honest with you i'm not a big fan of jesse james he is not a nice person no. he's not a nice person but you know i'll, I'll what's his uh instagram thing is it jesse james uh, let's see here uh, it might be Jesse James Customs or something. Yeah. I don't know the guy, so I don't even want to... Oh, he's like, terrible. I've seen him he, at SHOT Show. I've seen him really? at SHOT Show. Oh, yeah, he's horrible. He, like, goes out of his way to be nasty to everyone. But, you know, at the... Jesse I, James Firearms. Yeah. I've, I've, I was a fan of his up until I met him because I think he's incredibly um, talented you know, mm-hmm. and, and builds cool stuff. And I, uh, I respect people that build things. Let's see if I can, uh, is this I mean, maybe he board? just shouldn't be talking to people like, you know, the, what they say, you right. never meet your heroes or whatever, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of geniuses are, or not geniuses, but people who are good at stuff maybe aren't, uh, publicity people. And in this day that's, and age, you kind of, that's, they there almost you go. go hand is this the hand. one you're talking about? I don't know if that was that. That's one. not the one, but uh, it's similar. Uh, 
I just like unique, I guess. No, I I think that listen, he's he is a crafts he is a craftsman. I can't take that away from him, you know. He's got skills. Yeah. Jesse James has skills, uh, you know. But yeah, and um the reason I even cuz I already knew he was kind of messed up, but I went over there cuz one of my friends is friends with him. But uh I was like, yeah. Okay. It was a it was an interesting it was an interesting uh experience at Shot Show. He he put he put I think it was the first time he had a booth at Shot Show and <laughs> So he had all these guns up there and he put a bunch of yellow post-it notes on there. Like, don't touch this, you know, and it it has expletives on there, you know, like, screw you. Don't touch this. This means you F off. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's his shtick. It probably in his defense, that's his shtick. You know, some people like that kind of thing out of their gurus. And I, I guess we could put Jesse James in the like guru category. So some yeah, people like to be abused so. by Maybe them. Maybe a reluctant guru. He may not want to be that guy, but uh-uh. he's kind of forced to be the guy, right? Yeah, I think he totally he totally takes the money for it. So um, yeah, but yeah, he does have some he does have some cool stuff. Uh, look at this. Uh, look at this. What is this right here? Check that out. It looks like a Sega twelve gauge, but it's not. I don't know what that is. What is that? Um, dipped I don't know that curve magazine is that a seven I don't know what that is someone will someone so out there will tell us because I, I all right so that. zoom in a little bit okay hold on let me see like it reminds me so when I lived in California I bought my Segas and they were unconverted so it basically had the sportier style stock and mm-hmm. where that trigger is that mm-hmm. you know the trigger group if you move you know you basically drilled it out it could move forward up near the magwell right and then you could put the grip where the trigger is essentially and it already had the cutouts but mm-hmm. i don't know what that is that's interesting it looks yeah. ak-ish but hmm huh and it's definitely it's like whatever it is is dictatorized because it, it's like dipped in gold yeah and it's got a bipod which always tells you that mm. nobody's ever going to shoot the thing uh-huh. And is that foregrip nice. built in? Um, is it on a rail? No, it looks It doesn't. I think I'm going to say it's built in. I don't think it's on a rail. Cuz that's huh. like a lightweight. The handguard looks really lightweight. Yeah. And that's definitely a fluted barrel, but that's weird too. Huh. That's a weird yeah, fluting I, I haven't that. seen that often either. So and in his description here, he doesn't have. Let me see if someone says what that is in the comments. I'd have put some poisonous, endangered wood on that stock. I wouldn't have gone with that wood. Maybe. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then again, I don't yeah. own a firearms company that makes a lot of money. Yeah. No, I think you want to do the digital marketing manager, though. Right. <laughs> you know. I mean, that's a start, man. It's a start. Yeah. You know, no one can hate you for that. Does, uh, like, let's say every year or something like that at Walther as an employee, do you get, like, a free gun? Like, one one a month. Do you I get one a month? One, no, dude. We oh, have that would be so Because awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would just, I would say, like, save up, like, six months and go, mm, I'll take a vintage. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that would be nice. <laughs> um, huh. 
I'm trying to think. You know, I know Caltech gives out guns every, like, I think it's every six months. Are they hiring senior digital marketing manager? I'm kidding. I you know, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean. Call them for me. Yeah. Just kidding. I could, right. uh, I could connect you to some. Was that actually Jesse <laughs> right. James' gun? Let me see. Uh, I think that was his gun. Yeah, but it doesn't say there. If anyone knows what that gun is, let us know here. Um in the in the chat if you know what that was if if uh if i had the right dudes here we'd be able to figure that out so but you know some a lot of that is like an artistic thing i don't know if you've seen that in other fields but one of those things is like you know like if you want people to respect you as an artiste you've almost got to be unapproachable have you ever seen that i've seen other right. people do that similar kind of thing um that's why this world. is champagne room because huh? you want to mm -hmm. be unapproachable okay <laughs> right i mean that's for, you, you like <laughs> leave me alone i'm i'm rich yeah right. uh the sh i thought the champagne room was for strippers but okay no it's for customers like a stripper's gonna go in there by herself like it's not for the stripper it's for the customer oh okay right I well mean, true okay I it's for the customer who's uh willing to spend right. a certain amount of money yeah to who go wants to, to be left room. alone right like <laughs> jesse james uh-huh <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. An analogy. Right. Let me ask okay. you this. Let me ask you this. Page. Let me ask you this while I have you. Um, with these, with these custom guns, right? If someone is buying these, is there kind of like you know a white glove kind of treat, you know, with the Meister manufacturer when you buy these, you know, do you get to come to Walther and get it delivered to you with a whole presentation and everything like that, Yeti? Any cool stuff like Each that? Each one on? comes with a yacht and a Bugatti. Right. Um, okay. Sure. <laughs> you know, and and a credit check. You got to get right. your credit check before you. Uh -huh. know. I mean, it's the exclusivity of knowing that you have. I mean, all right. So, all right. Mm -hmm. Which? Let me find that model here. It's. Mm -hmm. I think it's the Patriot. It's the Patriot, Patriot. or the Arabesque. You want me to put them back up on the screen? I think it's all right. So the arabesque, it's the exclusivity of knowing you're like one of. I wish I knew the number that were actually manufactured, but that is the last of the arabesque. We're gonna have other models coming out as well. This is a beautiful um, gun, man. I'm just telling you right now. This is a beautiful, beautiful it's ridiculous. gun. Ridiculous. Yeah. I wish that's gold, right? I, Those little dots in there. Yeah, that's gold, right? Yeah. Like the little flowers. Blade. Every single one of them. Yeah, that's a beautiful gun. I mean, you know. It's something like, and the thing is, it's not designed to be put in a, a shadow box or left in the safe. Mm -hmm. This thing, you could shoot this religiously. You could train with this gun. I mean, it's that, it's performance built, you know, despite despite the price tag and despite all the, the work that's gone into it. And you're not going to hurt it unless you drop the thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that you may, which is only going to make it look better in my opinion. Yeah. If but, someone uh, out there ever has one of these, please let us borrow it so we can make a video. Gonna yeah. go ahead and need that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or is there one that Walther has that maybe you could bring down? Can you bring some of these guns and we shoot them here? Maybe I could possibly bring a vintage, a vintage. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. 
possibly. Ah, that'll be cool. I, that'll be cool. I, that's the one I want to see the <laughs> but most. But no arabesque, you're yeah. saying. We can't get an arabesque to shoot. <laughs> no, I think they've all been sold mm-hmm. to exclusive, uh, what, Bond bad guys, James Bond bad guys. All of them own one of those, maybe. What's the most expensive gun you've ever come across, Vince, in, in your life? What's the most like Personally? that you've seen? Yeah, you've seen with your own eyes in person, been able to touch. All right, or maybe not. Like I know some of these really expensive guns you cannot touch, but go ahead, tell me. It, it's probably a toss-up between a Barrett fifty BMG and what. So no. I mean I'm not that's not even that's know, not I'm, that expensive. The the arabesque is more expensive than a Barrett. Come on now. A a Barrett fifty is more expensive than the Air No, the Arabesque is more expensive than the, the a Barrett fifty starts at like around six, seven oh, grand. grand. Holy jeez. Yeah, did you not see the price when I was just showing it when we were looking at it? I did. I blocked it out. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> it would probably have to be a vintage firearm. Uh, all right, and this is not cool, but something I shot at, I went to one of the uh, Red Jacket Firearms birthday bashes, mm-hmm. and it was an old school, like, kind of Gatling gun. I mm. think that, I don't know what the value of that thing was, but I'm guessing, mm-hmm. like, Circa Civil War-ish kind of area. It was probably that, you know, I don't know. I don't have any cool stories, unfortunately. Oh, okay. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. How about you? Mine, I would say, is, and I I was looking it up uh, so I could throw it up here on the screen. The Quigley, you ever saw the movie Quigley Down Under? I only liked him in Magnum P.I., in that movie, I like him because I'm from Michigan. I like the Detroit hat and the, and the Ferrari. That's about the only. So time in Quigley Down Under, he had this gun that was like a very experimental gun. It's like a sharps rifle. I don't know what okay. the heck happened there. Anyway, that gun. I, I, yeah, I went somewhere and that gun was there. That the the folks had that gun on loan, the Quigley Down Under gun. Okay. And yeah, that was like the most probably that's the most expensive one I've come across. What do you think market value of that was or is? That because it's a because it's a like it was a prototype. So it's a prototype gun that was in a movie. I don't know. Okay. I'm assuming it's in a million and above, maybe two million. I don't know. Okay. I would assume at least two million. So do you think any of the John Wick guns that were used in the movie that may be more customized might be like, hey, this is a movie prop gun, like 10 years from now, 20 years from now might be high in value, or do you think they're all too pedestrian? Like, cause I know some of them are, uh, not Taylor freelance, but Terran tactical, Terran tactical, like customized stuff, the Glocks and the six. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, Terran stuff is expensive. It's not super expensive, but it is expensive. But, but if it be, was used in one of the John wick movies, I mean, yeah. Keanu Reeves it, using it. Iconic sure. like that. I think it might be. I think especially if they like gave it to Keanu Reeves or something, or it was in his collection. Right. Um, I think it would have value. We did. So I don't know if you ever heard of a place called Independent Studio Services. They're in. No. They're they're in Hollywood, and they handle all the 
the guns on a lot of movie sets and we actually okay. had them on the show um and so they you know they help arrange get all these guns on the sets and stuff like that and they have a lot of these guns from movies you know okay so like the the saiga the saiga from fire uh firefly you know that like 12 gauge did they lend those to a couple of the manufacturers a few years ago at shot show or nra because i feel like I, I walked by a booth in 2019 that had a bunch of them mounted like an me. sti from wick and stuff like that and they were I all think kind so. of mounted okay i think so so larry zanoff is the guy who runs that part of that and he's does a lot of, like he has a tv show and all that and he probably okay. he's I know he's at Shot Show. I've seen him at Brownell's booth at Shot Show, but I've but I think he does some other booths at Shot Show as well. Larry Zanoff, really cool guy. Okay, and he's the head armorer for a lot of that stuff. So, didn't you? I deal with a couple guys, a couple mm-hmm. of the Hollywood guys out of I think Glendale might be one of the armorers place. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's here's a weird story. So Walter has been through some growing pains in the marketing and all that kind of stuff since it, it started Walter USA mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves is actually a fan of Walter firearms and mm. had our marketing director back in 2012, 2013 been more on the ball. We might've been able to get Keanu as John might've been shooting a Walter. Okay, I was just going to ask you. He he didn't do any Walther stuff in the John Wick movies at all. Yeah, we I sent one of the uh, prop okay. guys some PBQs, some CCPs, and I think a PPK or PPKS. I'd have to look yeah. at the list. Yeah, there but, was. I I, yeah. I remember. Let me see if I could look that. There up. was a number of them. They yeah. did some custom work to them as far as like uh, finishes on the slides and stuff like that. Yeah, Walther. Let me I see. am DBF or whatever. I. Yeah, IMDBF will probably firearms. be... Yeah. So right here, when I search it, when I search uh, John Wick, Walther, I see uh, right there, right? Isn't that a picture right there? Uh, uh, no, I, I think that, that mm, might be no. a HK. Okay. Because uh, that comp is too, way too big. Let me see if I could just get the... Um, where is IMDb? Uh, IMDFB, something like that. Um, IMDb. IMDFB. Oh, I think it's IMFDB or something like that. Let's look at John Wick and see. So the la- what was the last one? Chapter three, or are we on four? I think three. I think we're IMFDB.org. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, Let me see here. It's loading. We'll see what Walthers were in there when we get it up here. Okay. So, boom. I'll throw the, I'll throw the, throw it up here for you. We were in Deadpool, too. That's pretty cool. So, let's see. Arex Alpha. Yeah. Was that one from Deadpool? Let me see. CZ, CZ, Glock. The Q5 match polymer. Saran Tactical right there. Glock. Glock. Glock, 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 Glock. Heckler. And Coke. Kimber. Sig. TTI, STI. Oh, there you go. CCP. 
P ninety nine. PPQ. Some of the bad guys had PPQ. So the bad and guys the had Walters. from the dudes from uh, Workaholics did a movie where they were like room cleaners in a hotel, and there was a Q five match polymer in that thing like a lot. Was that that was a comedy, right? I think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that comedy. I cannot remember the name of it right off the, you know. Yeah, you guys need to. Uh, so, so what you're saying is that uh, Keanu Reeves is into guns. He's got a gun collection. What is happening? Yeah, he really likes yeah. the PPQ as well. And okay. again, the dude, I, I can't tell you his name, but he. Uh, I don't think he's in the industry anymore, but he mm-hmm. was, he dropped the ball. Okay. It happens, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you, it, it takes a lot to make it happen. Sometimes I think a lot you of, miss the greatest action film, like trilogy <laughs> or whatever in the history of like mankind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Balls. Keanu got a KSG in there that was bad. Uh, come on now. I can't let Keltec beat you guys up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Listen, we've come up on the nine o'clock hour, you know, so we probably need to start wrapping this up here. It's been fun, man. I didn't even really notice the time uh, going by. So what I am going to do is uh, have you tell the folks out there if people want to find out more about Walther Arms, uh, you know, where should they go? What sites, what platforms should folks look at out there? Best bet is... Vincent Mann at VincentMann.com. Hit me up directly. Um, I do kids' parties. Uh, I'm a lot of fun to hang out with. Uh-huh. I ride Harley motorcycles. I like long walks on candlelit beat. I got nothing. WalterArms.com. Yeah. Your name sounds like a filmmaker. Place. That sounds like a filmmaker's name, by the way. Michael Mann did my advice yeah. and a whole bunch of great movies. Is he related after, to yeah. you? Yeah, he, he's my. that's my dad. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's a lie as well. Right. Um, uh, it could be true for all you guys know. Listen, you want to make a movie? Yeah, it could you, be. You want to, I'll make a movie for Walther Arms. Send me that arabesque movie done. That's it. Right. Just I'll, one? I'll make a movie. Yeah. You unselfish son of a gun. <laughs> I'll build a whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you, you'd that be a great action here. To be quite honest. I think so. I think so, man. <laughs> Would you your know. van be like hyper color like shirts? Would it change? Like when you went from regular, uh-huh. you know, upstanding citizen to superhero Hank Strange, would right. your van change like uh, uniforms or whatever? <laughs> My superpower will be pulling the trigger. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be my superpower. No. So anyway, listen. Yeah. We had we we had a lot of fun here. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I think we uh, we had a really good conversation with Vince. We got to get you back. Uh, you guys back on here more often. Um, hopefully, yeah. when you know you got some of this new stuff here, you come back on and show us, or come down and do some shooting with us. It would be cool to come down and visit you, man. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, take that road trip. I mean, I'd even be interested because of the van you got. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, what would it be like to? kind of meet in the middle if we could find a range to do stuff at because the next product we have coming out might be really interesting as well um something like that we can talk about maybe yeah nda and we can talk about yeah we could we could definitely make plans for that that. 
Yeah, I'm going to be but, on the road um, here shortly. Um, okay. You know, and I'm always on the road, so we can totally make some plans, and I could okay. uh, drive, meet you guys somewhere, or come all the way out there and uh, do something. Yeah, yeah. like build so. a gun or whatever that you won't yeah. leave me alone about. I'm kidding. We'll figure yeah. it out. You know, if you want to get a guy who can take his hat, hat off and look super sexy uh, in the factory... Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I got this that guy covered. right here. I right mean, now, oh, oh, oh not geez. a big deal. We, we can hang out or whatever. Oh, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Beast's covered, Hank. Took care of it. Right. right. Okay. Sure, Vince. Whatever you say, <laughs> for sure. I think we lost whoever was looking. Yeah, a we lost of, every last viewer. Damn. Yeah, uh, a bunch of people just uh, <laughs> threw up a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Unsubscribe. Uh, unsubscribe. No, 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 no. It's fun. It's fun. Even though I'm really, really sick and have like a really bad fever right now, I can tell you guys. Uh, this fever is kicking my butt for some reason. Anyway, it's been fun. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run in the end part of this and then we're going to come back and Vince, you're going to leave the folks with some words of wisdom. So I hope you got some. Okay. Search right now or just make up yeah. something. You're obviously really good at that being the, uh, what is it? Superior digital master of... Yeah. Something like that. At, uh, yeah, that's you, yeah. you nailed it. That's precisely right. what it is. How <laughs> long am I going to have when we come back? Uh, you, as long as you need, leave us with some words of wisdom. I'm going to run in the end right now. And while I'm talking. I have no idea what's about to happen. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I don't know if I really want to. But big thanks to everyone for listening to us. We really appreciate you guys. We rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to get your audio podcast from. As I said, I'm man. I'm really, really. How I'm many people are you going to add? I don't I, need I don't that know, big man. an audience. I, I have a know. huge ego, but that's not the jam, Hank. I, I'm in bad. I'm in bad shape. It's a, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Okay, words of wisdom before we get out of here, Vince. What you are got? you seriously ready for this? I no, probably not. All right. Hopefully, everybody enjoys this. Right. All right, this is about kind of how old I am. So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wrap your head around this, Hank. I was uh -huh. born before microwaves, home computers, cable TV, CDs, DVDs, laser discs, Blu-ray, mini discs. Before the internet, cordless phones, beepers, mobile phones, hybrid cars, and airbags. I was born before unleaded gas was mandatory. When gas stations were full service. Before video game consoles, caller ID, PDAs, Netflix, and video stores. <laughs> Before Montgomery Wards closed its stores, before MTV, YouTube, and Google, before email and text messages, before AIDS and crack were epidemics, before Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and Bob Marley died. I was born before hip-hop and rock fused. I was born before iTunes, before download sampling were illegal, before gay could finally have a pride parade, before Michael Jackson was bad, before Thriller when cops were called police officers and were still the good guys, before every creative kid in school was put on Ritalin instead of scolding the mom and dad for bad parenting. I was born before skateboarding made it to the Midwest suburbs, before fast food was replaced with family dinners or supper, before video games were replaced by playing outside, before television was replaced by babysitter family time. I was born before imagination was replaced with consumption of stuff, try to smile more than you frown, and to all of you, I wish the very best of luck. Awesome. Who was that from? Vince Mann. Oh, really? I that's told it. you, I used to be in a band and I've okay. won awards for spoken word poetry. Awesome. So that's awesome. So is this, are you on the level here? I don't know. I like, you know, 
No, for real. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's All right, nice, man. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. That was awesome, man. I appreciate it. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> Armin Axel says he's on a rant. <laughs> yeah. No, that was awesome. I appreciate it. Big thanks to everyone out there. Uh, I think we're doing a show tomorrow if I survive whatever's happening to me. We'll see. Dude, we'll see. I'm like the White Castle of podcast, like, <laughs> podcast, like, people you invite guests. I'm like, no, I'm a good awesome. idea at 3 a.m. when you're drunk and you're like, oh, that's a great idea. Then you wake up the next day and you're like, what happened last you night? You are easy to talk to, Vince. You're fun. I actually had a Dude, good time. I had a great time, Hank, yeah. for real. Despite the fact that I'm dying. Stuff, but... <laughs> right now uh, it really was fun man. i'm telling you i had cold sweats before i came out here and did this All i right. had to like take a well, shower you kept and, like, the appointment man <laughs> yeah lola was like I, I don't know you know whatever i have just like came back in a second wave and hit me but um armament and axes appreciates it he says he wants to know the name of the band you want to tell people the band before we go no 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 because hit him up offline what's your do you have an instagram can people go to your I Instagram? You I have a couple it out of there? them. Oh, do you have one um, you're putting out there? Maybe Vince at Walter Arms. Uh, God, I don't remember. Just Vince Man at Walter. Or Let's see if I can man, find Vince on. Man on Instagram. Is it Vince Man? Let's see. Um, cancel. It is Vince underscore Walter Arms. How about that? Oh, yeah. This one. Is it this one I'm showing right here? Yeah, yeah so why not? You yeah, that's it. Okay, you got more than you even know. You don't even know what you got. Oh, hey, scroll down just a bit. You got to put oh, that back on. up because wait, 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 the wait. first meme I ever made. It was like wait, the where is two it? year anniversary right there. Just click the Oasis. These dudes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell my kids that this was the Beatles. And if you scroll, <laughs> it says, it's the Beatles. And it says, I'm going to tell my kids this was Oasis. I, that was oh. the first meme I made like two years ago or something. So. Oh, look at that. And then the 4K Ultra HD below that, that's a that's just good humor. Right? Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Now um, you all anyway. know why Vince is the master digital master of ceremonies at Walter. I'm Hart. still I'm yeah. the worst. Listen, I You're appreciate I appreciate is the best. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate Walter, everything you guys do for us. And you're always fun. You're always I'm never fun. never gonna have you on again. You're no, worst, no, come but, on. I'll uh, have you. I'll have you, know, you on. Yeah. I'll have you on. And 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 you guys are are invited. We'll work it out. We'll make We'll make it happen if you guys coming down here and doing some stuff with us. Cool. We'll see you guys. Stay right there, Vince. We're out of here. We'll see you guys, uh, I don't know, sometime in the future. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me... Uh, I got to press the right button here. Almost pressed the wrong yeah. button, Vince. I blame you for that. No, uh, don't. Mama, stop. That's his <sighs> sister that you didn't want.